listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You are to be greatest young Nip it in the bud, we never relaxing. Outcast is everlasting, no clashing, not at all. But see, my nigga, he went to do a little acting. Now, that's for anyone asking, give me one and pass them. Drip, drip, drop, there goes an orgasm. Now, you coming out the side of your face, we tapping right into your memory base. Thanks. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And we are officially on episode 200. Woo-hoo! No, no big surprises, no grand gestures. We just go to work and we put it in every day. You know what I'm saying? We are the podcast uh, nine to fivers. <laughs> yes. So we just, you know, it was nothing uh, explosive, no, no fireworks, or anything. Uh, although I did bring beer. And rum and coke, so I know, you know, uh, maybe maybe that's I can double fist two hundred all the way through. <laughs> um, Don't drink too much. And if you're familiar with the show, you should recognize the two uh, voices on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, one we uh, haven't had back in a while, you know, but I always uh, talk to him through Google Chat all the time and uh, keep up with them on Twitter. Comedian Chris Lambert. Say what's up, Chris. What's up, y'all? What's going on? Yeah, and I hear you. You quite. You're doing like the podcast circuit these days. I, I hear you all the time now. I yeah, can't escape. Where's you. my forty acres? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a podcast whore. <laughs> no, no, Phenom Black is the podcast whore, and he's oh. gonna wear that crown. Yeah, you're just more like a podcast harlot. Yes. Okay, I'm a harlot. I, I haven't reached the horse status nope. yet. I'm working my way up. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been um, you know, cool. I heard you on the Negro Majority. Uh, you know, and I, I know you have another podcast with some friends that you've done before. 
Um, so I'm I, now you officially got Skype. We used to talk to you on the phone. Now yeah. you big time with Skype and shit. Yeah, man, I'm, I have elevated the game. I couldn't, well, Adjic Jade wanted me to uh, do a show, and, and he was like, uh, you got to get Skype, man. You, can't, you ain't on Skype, and I, I can't fuck with you. I was like, <laughs> I was like all right, I'm going to do it. So I'm, I'm, I'm technology, I'm whatever, I'm upgraded. And uh, since last time I talked to you, you've uh, opened for Chris, uh, uh, well, at Nerdist on twitter as most people actually probably know him uh but uh you you've actually uh opened up for uh nick it was his last name harwick is that his last name oh oh chris, chris harwick chris sorry chris harwick from the i yeah i hosted a, a couple of shows that he did uh down in uh arlington virginia at the arlington cinnamon draft house that was a couple of months ago that was a lot of fun he's real cool he actually did he uh, for, for you hip-hop nerds he did uh he was the host of the minstrel show the little little brother's second album mm-hmm. uh and that was really cool so that was cool to uh just kind of kick it with him and just kind of uh work work with his crowd his crowd was really cool it was like 300 people each night and i got to work my material out on him so that was a lot of fun cool man how'd you how'd you think you did i think it went really well it's it's different like perform because in new york a lot of times if you're not performing in one of the comedy clubs you're usually performing in bars or somebody's basement and you like you're like performing in like a place where you kind of it's like gorilla comedy like everybody's eating chicken wings and beer and then you're like hey we're doing some comedy (laughs) and so you have to fight you have to fight through the chicken wing specials to get your jokes out but it was good to know that that the material that I, that I've been working on works in those big rooms, and then when people laugh, it's a little different because sometimes you get a laugh. The laugh carries in like a, a theater setting, so it's like, oh, this is this is new, you know. So you kind of have to pause and and you know kind of ride the wave, and and it was really cool. Good time. That's what's up, man. Um, and of course, you have your website, themundanefestival.tumblr.com. Uh, tell everybody what uh, what goes on, on on the mundane festival, you know. Uh, and and also tell everybody why you didn't just pick comedian Chris Lambert. Uh, dot com. That's funny you should say that, Rod. Uh, I uh, I used to I was in a what did I do? What am I? Where am I? I uh, used to uh, be a, uh, a theft. I'm an actor, so I went to grad school. And in grad school, we had a, a take a bunch of classes. We had a, um, a te- we had a stage combat class, and the teacher was really cool. He was laid back, and he would always have these stories about uh, some of his um, celebrities he used to like fight with and stuff. And he would just always say like, you know, this is a festival of the mundane, blah, blah, blah. I always thought that was cool. So when I thought of a, a title for my Tumblr, I just went with that. It's just like stuff that I like, it has show dates. Like I have a lot of hip hop postings there, like rap videos or artists that I like. It's, it's nothing, nothing crazy. All right. And uh, speaking of show dates, when's your next show? Next show I have is Thursday, August 11th. It's at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City. It's in New York. It's like right outside of New York. The short train ride. I'm doing some time there. And then I'm doing, working on new material at this spot called Seven Burritos Cafe in Newark, New Jersey. Cool little spot. You get some burritos and listen to music and listen to my stand <laughs> Now, do they pay in burritos? 
No, they don't. I think I actually had to pay for I haven't had the burritos there yet, but I had like a pineapple smoothie. That was pretty good. I so I think the next time I'll actually try a burrito. Alright, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Well yeah. I, I definitely would, you know, get me a burrito if I was up in there. See if I can get it on the house. Um now Chris the other Chris. We have two Chris's. Now you should recognize the other Chris. Uh, if you listen to the Insanity Check podcast, mm-hmm. or if you go to his website, theinsanityreport.com, or maybe even if you listen to the movie trailer reviews that we do, yes. uh, spoiled reviews with Chris, uh, it's uh, movietrailerreviews.net, uh, where you can find those, and uh, I also put a link to it on our site, mm-hmm. um, and apparently our last one about Transformers 3 did really, really well, Yes, um, which I'm very uh, proud of, and I'm glad that uh, it's catching on. Me too. Because I there's definitely nobody else doing spoil reviews the way we do. And we don't give a damn. We'll yeah. tell you up front. We gonna spoil it. Yeah, I think the spoilers come out first, yeah. That's the first thing that comes out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really like, welcome to spoil movie. Bruce Willis is a ghost. Anyway. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. 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 That nigga's dead. <laughs> the killer got away. <laughs> the whole movie is backwards. Anyway, memento. The movie we're talking about. Um... But, uh, Chris, man, what's been up with you, dog? Nothing much, man. You know, I, I, we have two Christians on this show, and I feel like it might get a little confusing. So I've decided what you should do is, since last time I was here, I told you guys I was doing this. I'm supporting Herman Cain in 2012, so I want you all to call me Herman, yeah. You call me Herman for short. <laughs> no problem. I just call, call me Herman. God, I'm just saying, you know what? This whole... Yeah, I, I feel like Herman Cain... Is like represents that every everyday idiotic individual in America, and I'm like, you know what? I deserve to, to support a candidate that that's fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it takes too much work to support someone who's smart, because then you got to explain to dumb people what the fuck's going on. I'm tired of that. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want. I want to support a dummy. Now, when people come up to me and be like. No, but you know Herman Cain doesn't support Muslims. What do you have to say about that? Well, he's a fucking idiot. That's why. He's <laughs> a fucking defense. You know, when your kid is an idiot, you just say, "Oh, he's an idiot." What do you expect? Now, I do have uh, one question for you. Uh, it's only one, um, because you know we talk all the time too. But uh, what is? Uh, the, how did the weekly intervention for my man Sean Pa go on Twitter today? Because. <laughs> It seems like every week with this dude, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta save him, man. And I, I'm starting to feel bad for my man. <laughs> no, no, this, this is what's going on, you know. After this debt ceiling deal, you know, I, I understand that a lot of people speak about the president in a ter- in terms of what he should be doing. You know, everybody has an opinion of what he should be doing. You know, that's what it is. Everybody, I think I might be one of the few people in this country that I don't, ha- I don't, I don't have an opinion of what he should be doing. Because honestly, I'm smart to know that. I don't know what the fuck I would do in his position. I don't know anything he can do. I don't think I would do anything. And so my whole—that's been my whole like take on this whole thing. It's like telling me what the president should be doing is usually not gonna win me over because I'm gonna point to the people you're telling me he should be like. Like you tell me what he should do, like Clinton did, or he should do like MLK did. I'm gonna point to the flaws in, in that in that logic, and it's not gonna make any sense. And so that's what that's where that's where this whole disagreement has come from. I'm like I agree with him on a lot of things. I really do. I just don't agree with him on this situation. I think, and I don't agree with this, this, this debt ceiling situation 
the way a lot of people are because I kind of understand that everybody's frustrated. But here's the thing. I'm frustrated too. The fact of the matter is I don't think there's anything I can fucking do about it, you know? It's just like, it, 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 that's the bottom line. It's like, I can sit here and tell you what he should be doing, but then for everything I tell you he should be doing, I know some of, there's a, an effective counter-argument for why he couldn't do it. And that's frustrating. So to me, I'm just like, well, fuck it. He did the best he can. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, it, it is what it is. Yeah. That's where I am on this shit, you know? It's just, it's, it's, it's draining. This is why, this is why I want to support Herman Cain. He's a fucking idiot. He's great. He sells pizzas. <laughs> He's the former CEO of Godfather Pizzas. He does, he has a, he has an internet gospel album. This, this is, you know what? Fuck it. You know, white people supported George W. Bush and he was a fucking idiot. I want to be a black person who supported an idiot too. I got Furman Kane. Fuck it. Well said, Herm. And, uh, you know, my man, and my man Sean P.A., dude, he's, I think he's just caught in a cycle of what I like to call disaster baiting. And, and like, you know, because yeah. shit happens all the time. Uh, yeah, You're going to take some L's. And I think for a lot of liberals and Democrats, uh, this this L, this loss hurt a little bit more. And uh, I think the reason that it hurt was because when, when you think about it, this is the first time that you've really seen a culmination of what happened when people got apathetic about voting last year yep. because ever since then Republicans have had the leverage you know they can pull this shit on anything mm-hmm. and actually the debt ceiling proves it because it's never been done before that the debt ceiling was actually held hostage this way where it's like look we don't give a fuck we will default we don't give yeah. a fuck about your policies we don't care we don't give a damn about not paying American bills yeah and it seems like their their anger is being aimed strictly at Obama he's like I, I can't remember if it was, I, I want to say Chris said it, but it was like, uh, he is LeBron James on the Cavs. Like, he is, like, when you lose, it's all his fault. When you win, it's all his, it's all his fault. Like, it's just, it's just kind of funny to see how shit is shaking out, but, uh. Yeah, and, 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 and the, the sad part about this is shame that y'all gonna fuck the American people. Anything he says, we're going against it. Fuck you, we're coming up with ideas that we came in with. Since you came up with it, we don't want that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing about it is, well, first of all, it's funny that you give me credit for the LeBron joint because I just did the show and I gave you credit for it. Like we keep getting credit for the LeBron joint. I don't know who the fuck started that. Shit. It's like, but we keep giving each other credit for that shit because it's so good. It was. But, uh, it was. The thing that the thing that gets me about it is, it's like listen. When Democrats won their election, what did they say? We won, so we get to do what we want to do, and that's what we want. So now the Tea Party fucking wins in 2010, and now they get to do what they want. Now everybody's like, well, Obama shouldn't do it. It's like, well, what the fuck, yo? It's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that when your side wins, he's listening to you only. But when the other side wins, he can't listen to the other side. It's like, that's how shit fucking works. This is, I'm tired, you know? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going to that happy place where you just support a dumbass candidate. And when shit goes wrong, you just sit there and go, well, I mean... He got distracted by, uh, you know, he, 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 he got distracted and he didn't know what the fuck was going on. You know, <laughs> from Michelle Bachman, and just like, well, it's Michelle Bachman. What the fuck do you want? Look at her. She looks like she, she, she looks she snorts, she, she snorts coke. I mean, so what, what do you expect? That's what I want. You know, I, I want to vote. I'm going to vote for an idiot and support an idiot through the th- through it all. And it's so easy to support an idiot. It really is. It so is. It's like people say, oh, you know, well, what's wrong with, I, I didn't like what Bush did. What do people say? Oh, that's because Bush wasn't really in charge. It was fucking Cheney. Yeah. 
So this is like, uh, no, that's what I want. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Fuck this. I'm not, I'm not, it's not about defending Obama. It's just like, I, and that, that's why I want him to lose. So I can say the same thing I'm saying now when the new president comes in. Yeah. And people will finally fucking listen, because now if you try to support Obama, it's like, oh, you're just saying that because hey, black people can't come, can't come, can't criticize other black people. It's not about that. Yeah, I was watching, uh, I was watching uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, and every, like, he would say stuff about Obama, and of course the audience would, you know, because, you know, he's, a, he's really far left, and um, adamantly so, you know, so he would say things that would you know, be about Obama and how he's kind of been a pussy on all this stuff, and and and, and then the audience would, you know, they wouldn't laugh because they'd be like, "Damn, dog, that's kind of harsh." And he'd be like, "He's not your boyfriend," and it just was like, "Dude, uh, you're sounding kind of kind of emotional." Like to be accusing everybody else of uh, sounding emotional, you're going straight to a the only way you could possibly feel that he's doing a good job is that you got to be fucking him. You know, like. I think that's a little over the top, but um, yeah, you, I understand where you're coming from, her. It's, it's sad that we we, we move the argument in politics down to something as basic and simple as stands and haters. That's the shit you do with fucking hip hop. <laughs> you're gonna treat politics like fucking music. Oh, you're a stand. Well, you're a hater. You're a stand. You sound like fucking two year olds. I mean. <laughs> I'm done. Y'all, I'm like, I, you, you call me when, call me when we get, get your President Rick Perry or, or President, you know, Madam President Michelle Bachman. Then we'll fucking talk again. But until now, I'm just like, y'all, y'all can fucking. No, you, ta- you call me when somebody on the Senate of the House drops a mixtape. Then we can talk about it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's one thing that's missing. That's one thing. Oh, Obama rolls past like Michelle Bachman's house and fires us. <laughs> Yeah. Like Mitch McConnell just damn dropped the ether on this <laughs> just dropped ether on the city today, dog. I'm just um, I'm done, yo. I'm done with the way we look at politics. How we break it down to winners and losers and ones and zeros and shit like that. Like people make it seem like when you do politics, like you there you have clear winners and losers. For every winner, there's a loser, and the winner also loses some too, and the loser also wins some. That's how it always works, and nobody ever wants to talk about it that way. And I'm just like, fuck it. You guys can have it down to your simplistic view. Like you were mad that. You know, President Obama doesn't treat the American people like children. Like, I, like that's what Sean, Sean was talking about. The was like, well, he's, he's a treat us like an adult treats children. I'm like, but you motherfuckers voted for him because he treated us like adults. It's like, what do you want from the guy? Like, oh. I think they just and we're and we're all the losers. I mean, nobody nobody's profiting or nobody's gaining anything except the people in office. Right. Like, they're not hungry. They're not. They they don't have to worry about paying their light bill. They they straight, but it's we're losing while everybody all those guys are bickering. Yeah, and the, the thing is when like uh go ahead, Ken, I'm sorry. Yes, and, and what you said completely made sense. Like y'all got health care. Y'all vote to raise y'all salary every year. You know, you have people out here that's fussing and complaining about the new law that they just passed for women. Uh they that covers like birth control pills, HPV, co- HPVs if you're over thirty, pap smear, uh was the station uh 
gestation of a pronouncement like diabetes and, and birth control and all these things. Uh, also, they, uh, they t- uh, test for STDs, uh, talk about STDs, give you free breast pumps and, um, for when you have children and all this stuff for women. And you have these idiots out here talking and complaining uh, about birth control, but it's more to the bill than just birth control. But yet you have coverage, so you really don't give a damn if these women get coverage. Yeah, I actually heard somebody say that uh, if you allow young teenage women access to birth control, that they're going to be just out in the streets fucking rampant. You know, and it's like, uh, first of all, you can look at that one or two ways. Number one, they're already fucking. I don't yes, know if you've noticed, not. but they're already fucking. So you're saying keep letting them fuck without birth control too what chick do you know whose thin line between normal and nymphomaniac is birth control Wait, where, can, where is that chick if that was the case yeah. I, in, in, in college I would have gone out and bought birth control and had them on my outside my door like fucking candy yeah. <laughs> I would have like birth control pills and chicks too that's it Hey, niggas would have been in the club with that uh, that thirty month pack of birth control. Like, what's up, girl? We'd have had a shot. You can I get you a can I get you a drink and a pill? Be like, girl, I got the good one. I got the one that lasts ninety days. Yeah, not the e pill, baby. Uh uh. Matter of fact, if you want to, I can give you this patch. Just slap it onto your arm. Holler back. Like, of course, that's that's the dumbest shit I've ever. Anyway. You know, you know what it is? People, uh, do, uh, men, it's men. Men are butt hurt. You wonder why? Because our birth control is free. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I didn't, you know I didn't, I didn't see any vasectomy package in there. No. Right. Right. The second, and, 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 and condoms were, were, were covered in this, too. I guarantee you men would check the fuck Yeah, and, not, and what I need is, I don't need free condoms, okay? I don't need that shit. Here's what I need. I need a condom stipend, okay? Because I want to go buy my own good condoms. That's the oh, shit yeah, that yeah. they give you at the, the lifestyles that look like they are about as bubblegum. Like, they cause more pregnancies than anything. Like, those lifestyles that they give you for free at the free clinic when I was in college, uh, they would just give them out. You'd be like, hey, man, you want, we need to go get some condoms, yo. Yo, I know we can get some free. Man, you roll up that dude. No. No, sir. That is no, that is nothing but a, 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 a 30-day call later somebody going, I think you got me pregnant. That's all that is. Yes, and, and I think for me personally, most of the complaints I realize, I listen to NPR, are, are coming from angry men, are, and are coming from people that are, that they're fucking, but they don't want nobody else to fuck. This makes no sense. Like, people are like, oh, I shouldn't be responsible for your procreation. Guess what? People gonna procreate no matter what the fuck you say, or what you do. Yeah. You got kids. Yeah, I don't know. Newsflash, people like fucking. Anyway, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, and you can find us all kinds of ways. You can go to theblackguywhotips.com, and when you're there, you can uh, donate to the show. Yes. You can uh, listen to the show. You can read our blog post. Uh, I made a blog post a couple days ago about uh, cooking, because now I'm cooking my own food at night uh, a few times a week, and I take pictures. And I'm doing this to give people confidence mm-hmm. in their ability to cook because I feel like people like uh, Elon James and people like uh, Kanye Breast on Twitter, you know, shout out to both of them, uh, third show in a row for Kanye Breast. Um, I- I'm feeling like their cooking blogs are fucking intimidating. Yes, they are. They would they they scare are, you. Yeah. You know, I think Elon is called We Cook Hard. Yes, nigga, you do cook hard. Too hard for me. <laughs> right. So, you're like, whoa. So, I think it's more encouraging. Watch the place. 
Say that again, Chris. I was just saying, like, watch the plate, like, watch the throne. Yes, or, they are watch the plate. They need to do a code blog together called Watch the Plate. And I would buy that yeah. shit. I'll buy the book, the cookbook. Yes, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me to, and, and the way Elon does his stuff, I'd be like, you know what? I, I If I could, I would submit his stuff to Food Network or the Cooking Channel. Nigga, we need to see you on camera. Right. So, uh, you know, I look at their blogs and I, I'm intimidated. And I think yes. most people are because they're like, one, I've never heard of Kale. Yes. Two, <laughs> two, the way he plated that shit was beautiful. Three, I could never make a cupcake out of bacon. That is no. impossible. Only Eli no. can do that. And I don't know how to make my own mayo, and I don't know how to make my own ketchup from scratch, and you're like, okay, I, I can't do so that. So what I offer to motivate those who are also feeling left out is a blog, uh, well, you know, sections of our blog, about cooking from the perspective of somebody that's a normal-ass nigga. Like, my, now, of course, my food is delicious. I don't, I'm not going to say it it's as delicious good. as theirs, but no. Karen ate it. Yes. And she seemed to have enjoyed it. Hopefully, she's not just protecting my ego. I saw that everything was gone at the end. Yes, it was. So I'm assuming it was good. I mean, um, anything I don't cook is excellent in this house. Well, that's not really a compliment. But <laughs> um, the, it was it was good, and I ate it myself, and I thought it was good. But it was good. It doesn't look as good as their food. You know, like my food... Some people said it looked like a bat. You know, one, I think uh, one person, one person said I ate Darkwing Duck. Oh, he was good. We we uh smothered Darkwing Duck in some white wine and chopped up some garlic and let him sit for a few days. He and then I grilled finished. him on the uh, grill outside. Hell yes. And uh, he was the food that goes bump in the night because I ate Darkwing Duck. Fuck it, it was delicious. Yes, it was. Um, you know the problem is. You know the problem is. It, it's, it's really that they use these. They, they have nice cameras. Yeah. Put it, I'll put it. Said, they got nice cameras. They care, like my food. I'm not gonna lie. My food don't look that good. It doesn't, but it's delicious. As long as you ain't doing like the struggle piece of cheese, a <laughs> couple <laughs> like some chicken, chicken tenders, you're fine. Like that's that's where I draw my disgust when people start doing dumb shit like that. You know? Yeah, I save like, mine for like oodles and noodles right? with a piece, a slice of just regular ass. Uh, American cheese that you got out the classic. That's when I go in. Or the chicken Alfredo. Like, that's what I'm uh, uh, cheese. Are you serious? Talking about something. Yeah, I cook hard. No, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to melt the cheese. Yeah, you shit hard after you eat that. You shit hard. <laughs> <laughs> See, that. That to me is where the problem comes at. Now, see, you're a blog. You're, you're doing the you're cooking. Your plate might not be fine, but at least the food looks like it's it's good. You know, it looks like it's it's, it's, it's not like you went out and got like the bargain bar, bargain basement shit you can find. You know, the 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 the, 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 the slice of cheese, the no name brand slice of cheese, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Gordon's Fisherman chicken sandwich. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that sounds like an oxymoron. Gordon no, Fisherman no. chicken tenders. <laughs> Gordon Fisherman chicken tenders, you know? Exactly. That's the kind of shit that people buy, yo. It's like, and they put that on top of ramen, and they call it a fucking meal. No. Yeah. No. It's like the, the, the green giant uh, oodles of noodles, you know what I mean? Oh! The green giant chicken. No, fuck. Fuck you. It probably tastes like a Charles Dickens. Song. <laughs> 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 I, I, 
Nah, I'm fucking with that shit. That shit is fucking up. Nah, that's just bad. See, you're cooking, cooking for the everyday man. That gives us all hope, man. Well, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, Rod. Cause I, like, I, you, I saw his vlog and I was like, damn, this is dope. But like, I'm Friday night. You know, I got home. I made myself a homemade pizza. And I made, I rolled the dough out, got one of those Pillsbury things, got my fresh ingredients, green peppers and onions and little pepper. It, it turned out great, man. It may not have looked as sexy, but it was great. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm going to go one step further. Anybody that cooks a meal at their home and it's delicious, submit the picture to me on Twitter. At Rodimus Prime. Yes. Send me the picture. I will put that shit on the blog. You know why? Yes. Because I appreciate the level of care that goes into what Elon and Kanye breast do. Does, yeah. Because, you know, uh, him and Risha, man, they put in work. And yes, that, and that should do. be appreciated. It shows. But yeah. for us normal people, we're like the fat people on the treadmill at the gym. And they're the, they're the jocks that come in and, and turn the shit all the way up to ten miles an hour, yes. and then laugh at you yes. as you as you slide as you as you sweat your way to a, a three mile workout. You know, yes. Not only do they do that, they do the on the on the six on the six foot. You know how it inclines up? Yeah. It's like incline up and like six inches, and they go like thirty miles an hour. Right. And they retweet you and, and cause people to laugh at you and clown you. Meanwhile, these motherfuckers are not the jocks at the gym. The other people are fat people like us, but they stay their ass home and they go, "Yeah, look at that fat person trying to work out." That's what they're doing. There's a lot of there's a lot of manless women that also order out, uh, order tech carry out that were also getting in jokes. And I'm like, "Well, when's the last time a man has cooked for you?" Oh, never. Okay, well then shut the fuck up, bitch. But um, yeah. but 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 anyway, uh, I, if you did make that delicious pizza, man. And now listen, only if it was delicious. If y'all send a catastrophe and that shit didn't taste good, don't send that to me. No. But if you ate it yourself and was like, you know what? This was good. It just didn't look good. Send that fucking picture to me. I will put it on the Blackout Tales blog. We need to unite, man. It's true, because, like, I did it, and, like, I was proud of myself, and I, I like, wrote on Facebook. I was like, you never know, you know, with, unless you, you never know what you can do unless you try. Don't let anybody tell you I just made a dope pizza. And then, like, I turn on my Tumblr and I see Elon's got, I just made an egg-crusted pizza with scallops. And egg fouillon. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it, it's like a kick in the stomach. And But we should be uniting, man. We should be. I should be looking at your Tumblr and your picture going, that's awesome, Chris. Good for you. Keep on cooking. Because the alternative to what I was doing was probably eating Chinese at 10 o'clock at night. Yes. I think I chose yeah. the right shit. Yes. You know what I mean? And, 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 it, and it's right, nothing right. against what they doing. But you know what? I can pronounce the shit Rod is cooking. <laughs> yeah, chicken. <laughs> Stir-fried vegetables. Not that hard no, I, to pronounce. Yes, I don't have to go to the I, specialty I, store. I do have to say one thing, though. If Chris made that pizza and he had used slices of cheese on that pizza... <laughs> Don't send that shit to me. I'm just saying, if you had done that, I'm gonna have a fucking. Yeah, don't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, don't send me no struggle food, dog. <laughs> we gonna clown it. I'm letting y'all know that right now. I feel like there has to be some kind of standard. Like, yes. At least try. You can't just go into your cabin and be like, oh, I got tuna fish, some ramen. <laughs> Oh, you, know, you, can't, you can't be doing some yeah. a little bit of mayo. Struggle pizza. Yeah. Good time pizza with somebody humming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> right. With breakfast sauces on the pizza for sausage. It's like, no, sir. I'm just. No. Yeah. Like, gotta, 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 gotta. when I made my food, I held it up like Kuta Kente when he was born. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. my, my, I was proud of my shit. Now, if you make your shit 
and you decide that you're going to take a picture of it, at least let it be edible. And, you know, preferably, I would love to have two opinions. I would love if you ate it and somebody else else ate it. But if you can't find somebody else to eat it, at least be sure that it tasted good before you send me that. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, anyway, you can read the blog there. And you can donate to the show. Mm Mm-hmm. We appreciate everybody who donates to the podcast. Uh, you can do recurring donations or one-time donations. You can find us on iTunes by searching The Black Guy Who Tips. You can find us on Facebook by searching what, Karen? Facebook, The Black Guy Who Tips. You can find us on Podomatic. What, pray tell, would you put into the search feature on Podomatic? The Black Guy Who Tips at Podomatic.com. Yeah, or maybe you just look up the number one comedy podcast because we'll probably be that. Uh, and you can look up on Stitcher Radio. Yes. The Black Guy Who Tips favored us, y'all. Yeah. So uh, definitely do that. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. We read every single one on the show. Five stars only. Even if I have to give Little B the Bass God props, <laughs> I will read that on the show because you, the fans, demand it. Yeah, I think y'all be making him choke sometimes. Yeah, I almost threw up last time. They made me say that. Um... Of course, um, don't forget you can call the show. We do live calls on Saturday mornings, 704-557-0186. We take calls at the end of the show where we do feedback. uh, And uh, that's been a fun experience. We had a lot of people in the chat room that uh, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for doing that. Uh, We love to see our audience interact with each other. Um, And, of course, you can email the show, theblackguywithtips at gmail.com. We read the emails on the show. And I'll respond to each and every one of them. Because uh, we're interactive like that. Yes, we are. Now, the official weapon of the show would be what, ma'am? The taser. And the unofficial sport? Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And today's podcast is sponsored. The best kind. Yes. The only kind that I really care about. You know, the ones that aren't sponsored, I just half ass away through it. This was like, welcome to the black guy tips. Uh, Gabrielle Sai. Um, today's podcast is sponsored by Shadow Girl, which is an audio play series. All five episodes are now officially up and all available on ShadowDollProductions.com. Uh, if you like the guest on the podcast that we did two weeks ago, we went on the road to Shadow Doll Productions yes. and we recorded in an actual studio, not our spare bedroom, no. an actual studio with soundproofing yes. and other people there and shit. Yes. And we did the biggest podcast we've ever had, six live guests at the same time. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it was great. Uh, but if you like some of those people, like Alexa Yeans, who's only 17. That's it? Yes, yeah, I know she was hot, wasn't she? Yes, exactly. I didn't realize she was 17. That's why her mama was there. Smart woman. Okay. Don't trust her around men and shit. No. Gotta watch your back. You know that birth control is free now. You just never know. But uh, Alexa Gaines, <laughs> she's also on Twitter. Uh, and Nathaniel J. Brown, who who looked... The one with the, the deep, sexy voice. Yeah, he had the deep voice, and you was calling him chocolate and stuff. And uh, He was chocolate. He looked kind of like Michael J. White, So, but he has a woman, ladies. Yes, he does. So he's taken, but you can follow him, NB Set the Trend, on Twitter. Uh, Alexa Yeans is Alexa Yeans on Twitter, no space. And uh, Elijah Chester, who is a Grammy-winning uh, opera singer. Yes, he is. Uh, so we had our first Grammy winner on the show. Yeah. Um. And uh, he was there, and they all have major roles in the Shadow Girl series. So check out their work firsthand. Uh, just go to the page. We actually have a link up. Uh, just uh, click on uh, sponsors and uh, check out that, and 
download it, man. It's only like 99 cents, I believe, for an episode. Um, and uh, we appreciate it, man. Go to shadowproductions.com. And uh, they're really big supporters of the show. And if you guys show support to them, that makes us look better. And, uh, you know, it, it makes everything go smoother. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that's really appreciated. Because yes, Dexter yes. believes in us. And we believe in ourselves. And it's cool to have that reaffirmed by somebody else. Like, hey, you know what? Your shit doesn't suck. Here's some money. Yes. You know? Um, Alright. So let's talk about random thoughts. Okay. Have you guys ever been to FUD Records? Yes. <clears throat> Herman? Yes, I've been there. Okay. Um, what did you guys think about FUD Records before you went in? Yes. I thought it was like Narnia. <laughs> you, you thought you were gonna Just, walk in and like the line was gonna pop out and the ice queen, ice queen was gonna be there. Well, like seeing the, when I was a kid, I I think uh, it goes back to your connection that you that I always liked of yours with like hip hop and your childhood. Like uh, I got it connected where like my dad used to take me to the batting cages uh, because he thought I was gonna be an athlete. But I and uh, we used to go to Bud Ruckers after, and it was really cool. I used to enjoy it. Well, I mean, you you didn't become an athlete, but you did become a thespian. Yeah, I became an artist. <laughs> My dad doesn't talk to me anymore. Uh, but but still, we had those moments. And uh, no, but Fun Ruckers is to me as a kid, it was great. Like uh, you make your own burger, you get a big one, a little one, put all the toppings you wanted on it. Cool. What about you, Herman? How I was? What did you think about Fun Ruckers before you went in there? Before I went in there, I thought it was—I thought it was a great idea. Before I went in there, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! Make your own fucking burger. They can get done right. It'd be great." You know, it's one of those. You know, you see the commercial. The commercial makes it seem like commercial make everything seem like heaven. Yeah. That's what it did. You, you, you ever see the commercial for CC's? Oh, make that shit look like it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can make my own burger. I can have whatever I want in my burger. Fuck yeah! I mean, it sounds awesome. Man, I didn't even think about this before, but it kind of is the CCs of, of burgers. Yes, it is. It Damn. Because even when we left, the lady was like, thank you for getting three ruckers or something. I was like, bitch, shut up. This is terrible. <laughs> Don't talk to me. What ruckers did you go Like, We went to a very nice ruckers. Here's the problem, man. Uh, the name, if you look at it, has fuck in it. And I immediately associated that with good times. Yes. I did not think it was going to be a wholesome family environment. Why would you even name the restaurant something that yes. is I thought it was going to be maybe like uh, something close to the Hooters or, yes. you know, Titty's ass, something. I was very disappointed. It was not ratchet at all. No, and it wasn't. I was, I was imagining the bar from Roadhouse. And I walked in. Yes. And, <laughs> See, that's what it is. You got to go to a Fuddruckers. In like you know uh, a hood, but they always then they build them in the hood. So they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Checkers in the hood. Checkers is in the hood. Oh, checkers the bomb now. Checkers is so good, dog. Every checkers I've been to has never had a place where you can sit down to eat inside. Now nah, y'all niggas gotta keep this moving. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> now we had that. We had that. The first one, uh, Herman might know. I think he's Herman, are you, are you in the DC metropolitan area? Yeah. Oh, uh, Waldorf, Maryland was the first one that I went to down in Charlestown. Say, yeah, say, say, that's where I grew up at. That's the first one I went to as well. Yeah, and that was like, that was dope. But I think like, I think after the guy, the owner sold it and it kind of got like diluted. So it wasn't as, it wasn't as great after it started popping over in the 
PG County, some areas, uh, just wasn't good. But now I think they kind of had a bit of a reason. Man, dog, Checkers was so good, dog. So good. We would go to the hood to eat there. Yes. And, and we would always get it in the drive-thru. But you, we went through the drive-thru like a Hummer driving through the streets of Iraq. You know what I mean? Like, we went through that like, all right, you look at that nigga on the left, okay? Yep. I don't know if that's an, uh, if that's an incendiary explosive device or what, but, oh, right. but you, keep you your watch eye his on hands. Him. If yes. he picks up the cell phone, we are jet. Yes, let, let, me, let me know if I got to leave for the food finish cooking. Yes, and they, that's the other thing. Checkers never had, they never quite perfected the fast in fast food. And they, yeah, we could go shit to order. Yeah, it was more like, oh shit, we the niggas want some food? Okay, well I guess we'll throw on a couple burgers. Like that was it was like you just so <laughs> it was like you surprised drop by your friend's house and asked him oh, yeah, asked him to cook out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh Hearn, what are you doing today? Man, I was just gonna watch the game. Hey man, why don't you throw on a couple burgers? What? I got one in the store for Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, let me get some bread. We'll be right back. Like, uh, I've always had to wait for my order at Checkers. And yes. That's how delicious it, is, delicious it was. We would be waiting in the hood, yes. looking out yeah. like, please, please, don't let this be a car bomb. Yes. And they won't they, they see that inside. And that's that's why that's why they survived, yo. Yeah. If you should sit down inside of Checkers, I actually would have been closed down like Vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Can't survive, so yeah. I'm checking. Get that shit out. They're like, we'll let y'all sit down outside. Well, we have like three tables outside, and that's it. Yes. Outside of that. At the max, I know for us, uh, checkers was so good at closed down, but they had one on 74 that was on the way to school. And every time we would come to and fro, we would stop by that checkers. Yeah, I remember that, man. That was, and it's, I've never been to a checkers. I didn't think I would get robbed at, but I'm, I could stop. Yeah. It. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah, but that's about right. That's about right. <laughs> we had one on Murchison Boulevard in Fayetteville. Dude, yeah. the Merc? The Merc. Homie, uh, if y'all can stay in business on the Merc, your shit must be cracked. Like, it's only crack houses and checkers yeah, open on the Merc. And, and churches, that's it. Yeah, there's a liquor store, churches, church, and then that's, uh, I mean, checkers, yeah. church, and then uh, maybe a church's chicken. But, yo. There's no ordering at the checker. No, son. You can't. You gotta keep it moving, yo. And if you keep it moving, that's that's like the joint. Like if you just make a club, where the whole theme of that club is you gotta keep it moving. Like you have like ten stories, and you gotta keep everybody moving. Yo, that shit will work out. You know, you can have hip hop and no fights. Why? Because everybody gotta keep. That's a good point. (laughs) No VIP section, none of that shit. Like, all right, man, keep it moving. Oh, yeah, you heard you heard the little John, sir. It's time to go. <laughs> you do that shit, you, yo. Checkers, checkers is on to something, yo. We haven't nobody really been able to like expand it out, but they're on to something with that shit, yo. That's why they fucking work. They keep that line moving. You might have to wait in line, but right when you're about to blow some shit up, they're like, "Get your food, sir," and you keep it moving, yo. Yes, because it's so good that you know dudes that stay in the hood, if they ate inside, would be like, "Yo, man." We survived this motherfucker. That's right. But it's something about yes. them. It's something about them not having a place to sit that makes you go, nah, man, let's just move on to the next one. Yes, you know? and I think it was like picking up for three people, the right. prior, 
the person yeah, there's like three people inside. Yeah, it's like, it's like a manager, a dude that makes burgers, and a dude that does fries. That's, that's it. the only thing. It's that's it. Everybody got to stand up, and them shits were small. <laughs> that shit is like the crack house. Yeah. They took, they literally took the crack house blueprint and turned it into burgers. Yes. It's the Breaking Bad of burgers. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No. They're giving, they're giving you your food, you, and you don't really even see the people, yo. You have no real contact with them, yo. It's like, they're like behind the window, and they hand you stuff. You hand them the money, they hand you the stuff. <laughs> it's, it really is a crack house. Yo, it's literally, like, if you actually paid a different dude, and then drove yeah. around, and somebody else just pointed you the way to go get your food down the street, that, checkers mm-hmm. could do that. I would believe yeah. that. It's like, yeah, nah, man, actually, dog, what you need to do is go on behind that house right there and do with your with your order. Alright, man. Thanks. I, 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 but, um, anyway, man, I don't know how we turn Fuddruckers into checkers, but yes, Fuddruckers, man. So anyway, I get on Twitter and I go, man, Fuddruckers fucking sucked. I, my burger was terrible and I, re- I don't know. I was like, it's not their fault. I just expected too much. Yeah, because everybody I talked to had raved about it. They said how good it was, how great it was, and maybe my expectations was different, but... I could have bought that shit at amusement park. Well, it was twenty dollars for just two, two people. Burgers. Yeah, like, and we didn't. What did y'all get? Did y'all what size? We just that? ordered a regular, uh, what, like, whatever the regular burger is, and as a oh. combo. That's it. We ordered two oh. combos. Nothing special. Nothing fancy. Um, and it was like almost twenty dollars, which are, you know, I mean, is a little extensive for what they're giving you. I mean, yes, yeah, that burger went a damn lamb. Right. Yeah. So um, we uh we we uh sorry, Karen's been watching the Cooking Network. I'm uh, sorry. Where she got that lamb from. But um, we uh we basically ordered our food and ate it. Not tweeted like, man, it was kind of a letdown. Twenty dollars is a little too much for just a yes. couple of burgers. And Fudruckers hit me up and was like, like Fudruckers online and on Twitter and was like, what you get? Sounds good or something. I was like, did you even read that? No, I don't think they did. <laughs> Why did you even hit me up? I'm dissing your product. I didn't even... Luckily, I, I, I'm not a ratchet person, so I didn't even respond back and be like, fuck you, son. But I was like, I, they need to get a new person on that Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. My first and only time going to Flutter Records was for um, a lunch my, my team did for work. So it was a free lunch. I did not pay for it. I have not been back since. It's a reason. Yeah. It wasn't... It just was not. It was like that's it. It just was. It was like I've had better burgers. Yes. You know. I had better food. experience. It was mad. What? Right. It wasn't like horrible, but it was just like on some. And I didn't see the bill, so if I had seen the. You got to tell me twenty dollars. I'd have been like, oh, I would have been wrong. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like the thing is, you pay for it, and then they like they tell you like, come get your food. And I came up there to get my food, because, you know, I paid $20. I come up there to get my food, I'm like, this is it? Right, it's like it's not enough. No, it's not. I should have got a burger and two sides. Like, I'm expecting, like, a a chicken sandwich to be on top of my burger or something. To be like, oh, okay. I see what you did there. But, um, alright, so, we also, we went out to eat sushi at uh, one of our favorite places, Red Bull. Yes. And they have, like, half off sushi after 8 p.m. Yes. As long as you order uh, one type of drink, drink, you know, if you're cheap, you can order a soda or a tea or something. We we normally order an alcoholic mm-hmm. beverage uh, of our choosing. Choosing, um, but there's this one guy there, and there's a, uh, and uh, he's he's there with his girlfriend. Now I noticed this. I doubt Karen noticed it, but 
he was eating um sushi or whatever and his girlfriend fed him a piece of sushi off of her chopstick and then he nervously looked around and then we made eye contact now i didn't mean to make eye contact with this dude <laughs> but we made eye contact and I, I i feel like whenever a guy does something really soft in public like letting his girl feed him or you know some just something ridiculously drake like uh they 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 have to look around you have to do a dude check to see if anybody's paying attention to see if anybody saw that shit like, I don't know if you guys have ever had a similar experience, but it, it really felt like he, he had to do the, oh, uh, and then he looked ashamed. Uh, uh, he, uh, uh. he looked ashamed, like, fuck, you caught me. Yes, she right. fed me, yeah. she teased me. He's insecure, man. He's just insecure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, this is, I feel like this is our love, bro. You know, whether you're, you're, you know. I felt uncomfortable for him. Oh, he made you feel, oh, you felt uncomfortable for yes. him being uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I wouldn't have, like, first of all, Karen doesn't feed me like that. Mm-hmm. But if she did, I'm going to do it with pride. Like, yes, nigga, my woman feeds yeah. me. Right. You know, but he just looked so, like, ashamed of himself. He, like, he expected me to walk over to him and be like, really, sir? Really? You can't even feed yourself, you bitch-made man. But, but but I didn't even like I just I tried to look away and I couldn't because it was so uncomfortable. You know, like I'm trying to break eye contact. Like, look, man, we it just doesn't have to be a thing. And then it, it was I don't know my meal just wasn't the same after that. I kept trying not to look over there and I kept looking over. It's terrible. Um. All right. So uh, either you guys got Spotify yet? I do. I haven't got it yet. I got the invite. Haven't gotten around to it yet. I, I can't I keep hearing great things about it, though, but I haven't gotten. To I'm it. not gonna lie, dude. When I first heard of it, I thought, "What's the big deal?" Like people are like, "Oh, it's gonna revolutionize music, man." The way you listen, I was like, "Shut your hippie ass up, hippie." I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe in this world of free music. I still mine like a good American. But uh, apparently, I was dumb and I was wrong. Yeah. This shit is the crap. Like it's, it's it's like what if you could download music without having to actually do all the effort it takes to download music these days? And as easy as downloading music is, if there was an application that made it easier than stealing, like this shit is easier than stealing. Yes, and, I never thought I would say that. People were like, "Where they charging you?" Yes, unlimited. I can do it, and I don't have to worry about the government come shut my shit down. Right, well, okay, alright, first of all, there's three levels. Okay. The free level, every once in a while they play an ad. Okay. Like, every five to ten songs, I don't know how many songs it is, but they'll throw in like a, hey, the new such and such is out, do you want to, you know, so you can pay four or five dollars a month, and they'll take that out, so now you just got all the free shit. Then, um, the next level, you can actually download music to your computer from Spotify, which is ten dollars a month. And Spotify is magic, just like Netflix, and it's totally worth the ten dollars a month. Yes, it is. I have no problem paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, I've been going back and rediscovering old music. Like, did y'all know the Fushnickens had a greatest hits album? No. <laughs> no, but I would have been okay not knowing that. <laughs> You know, actually, that's why, I, not, not because of that, but that's actually why I've been interested in, and just, there's been so much going on that I need to get, I haven't gotten around to it, but I want to, um, because I have been hearing people say that they've been able to go back and, like, basically get music they haven't heard in so long, because there's so much music you forget about. Yes. 
and it's hard to remember how you know what it was. And you know, I, I remember people were like, "Oh, you don't remember this song? How old is it?" It's like it's not. I've been alive for a long time. I, my memory's bad. I forget shit. But when you hear the song, you're like, "Oh yeah, that." And, and that's why I would love this to try it out and get that, so I can get that feeling back of getting that music that I missed. Uh, and I've forgotten about and it. And news, you know? news flash. There's a lot of fucking music, people. Yes, I don't have the time to have listened to everything that's ever come out. So when y'all give me that like shock and disbelief, what? You've never heard all of Sade's albums? No, nigga, I haven't. Okay, now Spotify's giving me a chance to go back and listen to shit. And, you know, like when I discovered that the Foosh Niggas had a greatest hits album... And four songs in, I had stopped recognizing quote-unquote hits. <laughs> it's like, nigga, what, what is qualifying as a hit over here, dog? Is a I think they do. I think they do that sometimes when they, if they didn't fulfill their record contract or something, um, like they'll have like a, you know, somebody will have a greatest hits album. But I did have a really good Spotify experience. Um, uh, shout out to Tar Heel Philly. Um, we were talking about something on Google Plus, and she's like, "Oh, what about Adriana Evans?" Adriana Evans was this R&B uh, singer. Uh, came out in '97, had a couple of albums, and we were talking about her, and she's like, "Oh, well, why don't you check out this album?" I'm like, "She had another album. Like, she has a relatively new album." I looked it up. All of them were on there. I listened to it. It was great. So it just like kind of made me rediscover an artist that I really. That yeah, that's been happening to me. That's been happening to me a lot too. Another thing I've been doing is finding out how much people have improved. Like uh, Kendrick Lamar's first album compared to Section Eighty, not as good, not nearly as good. Not no no. Which one? Which one are you talking? About? Well, let me look on my Spotify, Chris, since you uh, <laughs> need to know specifics. Uh, but he had an album called uh, Overly Dedicated, which is a good album, but not. I think Section Eighty is a hip hop classic. So, I I don't think it's close to a classic. Overly Dedicated was pretty much just an EP, and, like, he had some good songs. Uh, Section 80 was a concept album, and you're right, it's it's, uh, pretty damn amazing. Yes. And I, and I know you don't like to uh, people to say, oh, you can listen to this, man. So that's why I kind of fall. I know that's why I fall back and and I'll, I'll wait because I'll wait till you know like all oh, this album's incredible. I, I would tell Rod about it, but I'll just yeah, I normally get to it on my own anyway. But like, yeah. you know what would have happened? I would have said I'm listening to Section 80, and then somebody said would have told me, and, and not you, Chris, but somebody inevitably would have said because I have 3,000 followers. Yo, man, Section 80's alright, but overly dedicated. That's the real shit, dog. You ain't checking that shit out. And I would have checked it out, and then I would have had to unfollow a motherfucker. Because it's not as good, and because it wasn't hyped up, I was able to listen to it and be like, okay, I see where he was coming from. But, but yeah, Section 80 is much, much better. And it's cool to be able to see his progression between those two different albums on my own terms. And, and you know, another reason I'm starting to like it more, I didn't have to download anything to my computer or my uh Phone. No, we we got rid of all the iPods. Um, yeah, we, I'm selling my iPods on eBay this week. Like that. Wow. Yeah, fuck them, man. I don't need them. I, can I stream from phone. Yeah, I can stream it straight to my phone. Like I don't need that uh, to, to have it stored anywhere other than maybe my hard drive or my computer if I really need something. So um, I, I think that Spotify is great, and uh, I think it's been awesome recognizing that you know the Pushnikins. Had three good songs, but somehow made a 12 to 16 uh, album.
greatest hits, like 12 to 16 song album did, did of we, greatest hits. Did we find out that the uh, Fat Boys had a song, had a um, an album called Gay Something? No, no, we found out that the Fat Boys had a single yes. that was featured on some song of the best of the gay tees yes. soundtrack for compilation for gay people, and I was very surprised to know that. Um, thank you, Spotify. Um, but 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 yeah, basically, man. And then the other thing, two two things about this. Uh, Chris brought up Tar Heel Philly, aka Fawn, who uh, doesn't like me. And but she, you see that Fawn, you got mentioned on the show. I didn't even talk shit about you, cause I'm a better person. That's all. Anyway, the other thing is, um, that's right. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm regal. You know what I'm saying? I could have said, shut the fuck up, Chris. I don't want to hear that name. But I said, no, that's cool. She don't like me, and she unfollowed me and talked shit about me. But that's cool for you to mention her on my show. Oh, my God. Don't, no, don't, don't be sorry. No, don't apologize. I didn't publicize that beef because what would it matter, really? What would would that accomplish? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. But, um. (laughs) I see that scars are still unhealed. Yes, yes. She hates me for no reason. But she was cool with being friends with Karen, though. That was cool, right? You just gonna we not we not partners on this podcast and in life as a couple that's married, you just gonna friend her on Facebook. But fuck me though, right? Okay then. Alright. You see what you did, Spotify? No. <laughs> no. The other thing is I said some offhanded comments about Chip Food, and apparently this nigga trolls Twitter because he hit me up and responded. Oh <laughs> I was like, uh, Apparently, my man Chip Fu sound like he had mental problems on his verse on the song Breakdown. Has anybody checked on Chip Fu and is he okay? And he responded back, no mental problems here, dude, LOL. And another one I said, um, he's rapping slow on this song. Did he sell out by rapping slower as opposed to his normal up speed tempo? Mm-hmm. And uh, he responded back, no, I didn't sell out. I just wanted people to know I could rap slow because they said I couldn't. And, um... Didn't add his name or nothing? He just found me. The nigga just found me. I was, I was shocked, dog. I was like, whoa, my God. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't know that you still existed. I thought maybe you dried of a drug overdose or couldn't afford <laughs> internet or something. I I don't know. Once rappers disappear off of my radar, that's it for me. Um... He probably had an alert while he was putting the burgers at Pud Ruckers. <laughs> like, what? Somebody. It did take him a few days, so maybe he uh, his tweet deck account is at the public library where the internet is free. Um, <laughs> Yo, the same... The, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, the same thing happened to me uh, with Camp Lowe uh, uh, on the Morning Jones. Um, you know, you, you do use the Morning Jones hashtag. They play Camp Low, and uh, I was like, Camp Low was always dope. I never knew what the hell they were talking about. And then, like, a few hours later, uh, Sonny Chiba, Geechee Suede, or one of them was like, oh, we're LOL. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, they, and I never, uh, they've done that to me before, too. Um, and here's the thing, like, and maybe you did this, too. First, I started following them back, because I was like, oh, cool, man. Geechee Suede responded to my shit on Twitter. And then I unfollowed them because Geechee Suede responded to my shit on Twitter. Like, nigga, that that is lame as hell. <laughs> like Eminem, Eminem ain't out here responding to tweets. 
kind of shit is this, man? That's because he shit yeah. too. Like, like, it's like, I hate when people do that on Twitter, you know? Like, I'll be talking about somebody, and then all of a sudden pop up in my feed, like, I was like, I, I didn't ask you, how do you know I was talking about you? Oh, I was searching my name? How lame are you? Like, what is wrong with your life that you are basically Googling yourself to see who is talking about you? And I try my best yeah. to not do it, because people are like, Yo, you gotta add adapt people, yo. When you talking shit about them, you need to put their name in it. And I realized that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because that's not how life works. If I want to talk shit about Chris and with my wife, I don't call this nigga and put him on three-way and be like, anyway, so this nigga Chris ain't shit, right? Like, that is dumb as hell. So let's, I'm not adding adapting you. I'm actually trying to be civil and polite by leaving you out of this shit. And you can choose right. to ignore it if you want, you know? Uh, and I wasn't even talking bad about these people, but still, man. I wasn't saying anything complimentary, and I, uh, and of course I didn't know you on Twitter. That's ridiculous. Why would I want to know that? Anyway. Um, so it was, it was raining real hard on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, one more Spotify note. I listened to Criss Cross. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember Criss Cross. You guys remember Criss Cross? You know I remember Criss Cross. I used to wear my, my, um, what you call them, um, old school, uh, overalls backwards. Yes, sir. You used to wear your overalls backwards to make them all the jump. All the way. Yes, sir. So I was listening to like them and suddenly as, as an adult, as I was, you know, in my adult 32 year old mind frame, as I was listening to them, I realized that these little dudes were, these little dudes were ratchet as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I realized that they're, they're like second album. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, album? yeah, yeah. It's the bomb. Is that it's the bomb? Yeah, that was not, that was not We Missed the Bus no more, yo. That's, my parents bought me the second album, Chris Ross album, because they remember the first one. They were like, oh, these are cute. These little guys are singing about Missing the Bus. Oh, okay. They bought me the second album not knowing what was on that album. Oh, my God. It was niggas this, niggas that, yo. Oh, my God. And that was only one year after Totally Crossed Out. Like, it's not yeah. like these niggas, like, you can't even make the whole, like, well, that was been later on when they were 18 and, you nah, know. it's they, the very next year. Yeah, it was the next year. Even on Totally Crossed Out, if you didn't listen to the hits, if you listen to the songs between the hits, these niggas are saying, nigga, they talking about sneaking into the club to party. Like, they sneaking into a party at, at they had to be, like, all of 12 or 13 or something. They, uh, they're saying the N-word, they're dissing other kids. This is ABC, man. Um, I, suddenly, I wanted to whoop their ass. Ah, like, as a 32-year-old, I was like, man, where's my belt? These little motherfuckers need to go sit down somewhere and, and read a book. What is, what is wrong with Jermaine Dupree, man? Unleashing all this ratchetness on the world. I see why my parents didn't want me to listen to them. Oh, they were bad. They were horrible, yo. But I, I remember, I remember, I had the, I had the cassette tape. I used to listen to that shit all the time, and I would sneak around listening to the whole my mom never listened to me listening to that tape because that shit was. Yo, they were horrible. Yes. Oh my god, they made. Oh yeah, they. Oh, you know, little Bow Wow wishes he could ever be that fucking ratchet, yo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you got me. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. You guys got me thinking, like, back then, like, I guess I was in, like, 6th, 7th, 8th grade. They used to have a group called The Youngsters. Remember? Yeah, they were ratchet, too. Yeah, they were, like, a mini onyx. And, like, they were hard. So I guess, like, had to come out, like, to try to compete with those guys. But at that time, like, I was listening to, to Snoop and Ray, Warren G, like, my little MC8, Life One. So those guys, 
I mean, they were nothing. You know what I think it is? I think, I think it's an image. I think that's what it is. I mean, we, we, we look at, I mean, think back to, uh, 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 New Edition. Those motherfuckers are saying some shit. You'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yo, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was, the Foreign Exchange has a live acoustic album that just came out like a month ago, and Fonte like talks in between the songs, and he was saying, you know, sometimes you come out with a song and it has a different meaning to you than it did when you were younger. He was like, yo, because nigga, I was listening to Delvia DeVoe, and I was like, yo, these niggas is crazy. Like, backstage, underage. Yes. Like, like, no, yes. Nigga, like, nigga, that line right there, that is the one where I went back like, I was really, really young because these niggas are talking about have a seat over there type shit yeah. on this song. They backstage underage adolescents. How you doing, sir? Sir, have a seat over there, please. So it's your image. So back then, these these, these kids were singing these adult songs, but they looked like kids, and, they, and, and so they were treated like it's like oh, they're cute. Nowadays, you get people trying to do the same thing. Soldier boy, you look at him. Everybody's like, oh, he's a thug. And so you label them already, and so you pay more attention to what they're saying. And to be perfectly honest, I actually think that Soldier Boy and the rest of them are less ratchet yeah. than some of the older shit we listen to. It's like, they really are. They're less, it's, they're less ratchet, but they're also less talented. Now, right. I, I, let me add this, though, before we move on to the next subject. Uh, you probably did not want to know this, but through the beauty of Spotify as we were talking, uh, the youngsters have another album that released in 2008. Yes, who would it? Are you serious? Yes. Uh, now, if you want to go down the chronology of their album releases, let's just say Aftermath came out in 1993. No Mercy, their second album, came out in 1994. Then there's a huge break between Something for the Youngsters 2008. These niggas took a 14-year-old break. A 14-year break. And it's they still are the youngsters. You're not young anymore. Like you're, you got a license. You probably have an easy pass. You can't, you can't, you can't be youngsters anymore. Social security checks now. Yeah. When you get, because when you get an easy pass, like you're, a, you're an adult. Like the decisions have been made. Like I, I came to this realization because I just got one like uh, a few months ago. I just got one this year, and I felt like. I'm an adult, and I, I, this is my life, yeah. you know, like, this is, it's, it's I've been fighting, I've been fighting getting the easy pass, I don't want to go down the road, I know what that road go, takes me, I don't want to go down there, y'all been fighting, like, I'm not going to get an easy pass. Now, what I'm, what, what's possible on, on, spot, on Spotify, this happens sometimes, what, what could have happened also, and this happens a lot, actually, it could be something really, really old that was re-released in 2008, but originally was done in like 1991 or something. That's what I'm willing to bet it is. But can you imagine if these niggas came out with something for the youngsters 2008 and these niggas is rapping about paying your taxes and making sure your, your lights stay stayed on and shit like that. Raising kids. But um, anyway, I'll move on. That'd be terrible. It was raining real hard on Friday when the sun was out. And if you guys are, I don't think you guys, are you the one of you guys from the South? I think Chris might be from North Carolina. Uh, not Herman, Chris. Uh, I'm from Maryland. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how deep, how 
south you can sit but up here people are you can be south yeah, yeah y'all right on that borderline of like uh, almost the promised land but not so my people are from carolina though okay well um my grandma used to say when it's raining outside but the sun is out and it's really storming that means the devil is beating his wife y'all ever heard that before I, I heard that one. I've heard that. Yeah, uh, you heard that before? <laughs> no, I used to, I used to hear. Um, they used to tell us when it was thundering and lightning. They used to say that uh, the angels was bowling, and they would that. say like the uh, rumbling would be like the ball going down a lane, and if they hit the pins, that's when you get the lightning. Mm, okay. Well, um, my grandma would say it's the devil beating his wife, and my question is, what kind of image is that to put into a child's head? Of domestic violence. I mean, like, what is a hurricane? Is he is he raping her? Like, what is the fuck is that? Like, is, is that the gag factor of of love up there? Like, and like, what is drizzle just like emotional abuse? He's just that's a that's a golden shower. A hurricane is like he he's beating her, and then he tells her he loves her. And then, and then he beats her again. <laughs> he makes them, he makes dinner. Yeah, he gets that eye storm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is like, it's, so like, if it's just a light drizzle, does that mean he told her she could stand to lose a few pounds? You know, something like that. But your cooking was terrible tonight. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, the mashed potatoes are not up to par. And that's just a light drizzle. Um... And like, if the devil is so evil, why does he believe in the institution of marriage? Like, he's he's evil. What the fuck is he getting married for? Is it? He's actually he's really beating his mistress. I mean, that's what that really means. <laughs> his life partner, who's been there for for fourteen years and begging him to get married, he's got to get tired of it. Like, bitch, I'm not gonna marry your ass. He got a common law marriage in hell. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, because it is hell. It is hell. So I mean, like, did he have an ordained minister at his wedding? You know? Well, if if he did, the ordained minister probably got his uh, his uh, license all online. Yeah, it's gonna be Eddie Long. I mean, I can see how it can happen. Um, did he did he invite any of the angels up there? Cause like only the only friends that the devil really knows before he went to hell were other angels. Cause he used to be an angel, and then he was talking shit to God, and God was like, "Oh, word, nigga, you got to go, go to hell, live there, have fun." And so he got married. Like who? What, like those are some awkward wedding invitations, cause all the angels were getting them in heaven, but not God. You know? Right. right. That's an awkward Super Bowl Sunday, yo. Can you imagine that, yo? Like the angel get the, the invites to either God's rule party or the devil's rule party. Who do you go to? Like, they're like, yo, uh, hey, say yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm only here. Are you staying? Nah. I mean. See what happened was, see, the wife wants to go with God, so you know I got, you know, I was, I was, I was Jesus' best, best man, so I gotta kind of, you know, so. But now I'm gonna be back later, and so yeah. yeah but that's, but that's I, I, I gotta sing in the thousand man choir that you got going on. Like my thing is like, wouldn't God's Super Bowl party be extra whack? Like what's lamer than God's Super Bowl party, man? It's like no bitches in there. You can't fuck. You can't drink. You can't smoke. <laughs> Like every wings aren't as spicy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like devil probably got strippers at his shit. <laughs> yo, God, yo, you know what it reminds me? You know, you know what this is, yo. Like, it, it, it's like if uh, one of the bridezillas was like in charge of like uh, of heaven. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't have a massive party. You can't go and do this, but they can have all the fun they want. That's what that is, yo. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, like, it's terrible. No. Like, you know, oh like, you know Satan's party gets progressively better and better every year as the angels turn them down. Right. <laughs> it's like, dog, we're going to have nothing but coke down there, son. I'm talking about we're getting fucked up this week. I'm telling you, man. Look, we got porn stars that died last year, dog. They're going to be sucking everybody's dick as we watch the game. It won't even be a thing, man. I'm telling you, please. We're going to have real volcanoes this year. Right. That's the little party after Nicole, Nicole, uh, and Nicole Smith died. It must have been off the fucking chain. Yes, and then I, I just imagine because, you know, all the angels had to go to God's party. Because, you know, God probably is jealous. He don't play that. And so then, like, the devils just always sit down there by himself watching Super Bowl alone. It's just him and he's like, and Nicole, stop sucking my dick. This is terrible. <laughs> None of my friends came. This is terrible. And like uh, the last question is like if if, this, if it's the devil beating his wife, why is the rain coming from the sky? Shouldn't it like be water coming from underneath the ground? I thought hell was below. It doesn't make any sense. Like my grandma lied to me, man. I think she did. I don't believe it is the devil beating his wife, man. I think it has nothing to do with the two things. Um. <laughs> all right, so I watched you watched the UFC last night, Chris uh, Herman. Oh yes. All right, now I know Chris. You probably didn't watch any UFC stuff. You're not into that, right? No, I was probably looking at Selena uh, Gomez on YouTube. Okay, nothing wrong with that, brother. Not questioning any type of sexuality. They no need to get defensive. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I went to watch it on like uh, one of the secret like web links so you can watch it for free. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And um, there's a side scroller that has like comments people talk about during the fights. Oh, hey, people, stop being so racist. <laughs> what the fuck, son? Like, I watched that last fight, and I, I think the guy's name was uh, Rashard Evans. Is that his name? Yeah, Rashad Evans. Oh, yeah, he went, oh, yeah. Nobody worried about racist in the, in the UFC like Rashad Evans. Like, if they, they literally were saying comments like, if he would stop niggering up over there, I'd, I'd kick his ass or something. like, what? Let, let me give you the background on this. The background, the background of Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans was on the, the Ultimate Fighter show. The, uh, he was one of the Ultimate Fighter winners of, of the reality show they do. And when, I think his coach, either his coach or the opposing coach was a UFC Hall of Famer, now, now Hall of Famer, uh, um, Matt Hughes. And so we had a beef with that. So already between that, him and the UFC fans, there's already a problem because Matt Hughes is like the greatest Walter Wade ever. And, you know, Rashad, he doesn't like Rashad Evans' show movie, you know, and that's what people didn't like about it. So then, to make it even fr- complicated even further, one of the, another great UFC fighter in the light heavyweight uh, division, Chuck Liddell, got knocked the fuck out by Rashad Evans. Like, when I think he got knocked out, we thought the nigga was dead. I, I, I never, it was like, it was like, it's like Rashad hit him. With like all of the anger of all his dead and slavery ancestors, damn. Treated Chuck Liddell like he was a slave owner. It was like that. Like that was our reparations. Like what you asked for reparations, not Rashad Evans knocking Chuck Liddell out was our reparations. He knocked him out so bad, Chuck like they rolled Chuck over. Chuck Liddell was still out and dead, yo. It was that fucking bad. You have to go look at that knockout. It's like, is there, is there a YouTube clip of that? Yo, you got the yeah, yeah, answer. I'll check it out after the show, man. And the thing is, like, people were saying stuff like, get him on the ground. You really want to knock him out? Put your nigger dick up his ass. I'm like, wow. I... Uh, yeah, people hate him because of that. It's like, he's never been, and, and he's always, 
He's like the heel of the UFC. That's what is that is. even he's like? But like, and I had to think about that one comment. Like, I'm not even sure that what kind of hate that is. Cause I, if you told me that, I wouldn't even know to be offended or not. <laughs> like, if you take your giant nigger cock and put it in her ass, I'd be like, well, I appreciate. Oh, I guess that's a good stereotype, but you use it in a negative way, sir. <laughs> you do realize that racist, racist, I have are actually at their wit, and they they can't make good comments. Have you ever noticed that? Like, racists don't know how to make good comments anymore. It used to be this like they call you a nigger, and that's the end of the day. Now they're trying to like one up it and try to get, and, and it always fails. This is like like you said the oh you should oh, how about you you put your nigger cock in her? You're like. Well, yeah, actually, I was. It's like, yeah. I was thinking about that. Now yeah. that you reaffirmed, right. I probably should. Yeah. You're going to smack a big, big black cop. You're like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I actually was thinking about doing that. But like, the one thing yeah. that I noticed, uh, too, was um, there's another fight, and a dude came out in some Speedos. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like a, uh, he was fighting in. Ain't they tight on your balls? Yeah, he was fighting in like a banana hammock. <laughs> and as they were fighting, I, and, 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 and at first it looked like he might win. And I, you know, I was thinking like, yo, you can't lose to a nigga in speedos, dog. It's unacceptable. You better not lose to a nigga that might have thongs underneath them speedos. <laughs> you have to win. And you know what? That thought and that, that, that it was that voice in that dude's head that said that shit that made him turn around because he was actually about to lose the fight and he was thinking to himself, he was like, "Yo, I cannot lose to a guy in fucking speedos." And he turned around and threw his ass. You know the great thing about that fight though? I don't know if you saw, yeah, I saw it, but the only see Dana White actually came out and was like, "Yeah, this will never happen again." <laughs> <laughs> like I got. Dana White for that. I mean, there's something that there's some reason why I was at UFC. That the fact that Dana White will come out there and say if the, if the ref do a bad job, Dana White's gonna say, hey, the refs are fucking horrible tonight. Fuck that. You know, he does things for the fans. Second of all, I love the fact that the UFC doesn't what the NBA and NFL don't do, which is they embrace the fact that their fighters are ratchet. Yes, they do. And, and they promote them. They, they they say, hey, use Twitter, promote the sport, just don't embarrass us. That's the game. You do whatever you want on your own trip. Don't embarrass the sport. As long as you're not embarrassing us in the sport, whatever you do, fuck it. We'll go to war for you, and that's it. That's the model that UFC is using for, for sports is how other sports organizations need to follow. And they should. I mean, it's like, that's what it is. They don't want, there's plenty of fighters that get in trouble for alcohol, things like that. That's why he's like, yeah, fuck it. They'll bounce back. I mean, it's, they have personal issues. They'll come back. They'll fight. And that's what they're here for. They're here to fight. That's it. Uh, well, those UFC guys, like they're they're marketing the 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 actual fighters. The NFL is mainly market. They're marketing certain players, but it's all about the shield. And anything you do that that distorts that image is is gonna is tarnishing it. And they got a lot more. Well, I think wearing wearing speedos distorts the shield. That that clearly. Oh yeah, it has to go yeah, no matter yeah. what sport. I, I, I didn't even know they could do that. I thought the rules was that you had to have on boxes. Nah, you can wear uh, yeah, GSP wears like some kind of um, I, it's unfair to call them bicycle shorts, but they're like compression shorts, almost like what you would see a, a NBA player wear or something. Okay, but that's actually way more acceptable than this dude that on neon green speedos. <laughs> you, you see his crack. You can almost see his crack. I was like, no, that's not. Uh, and uh, again, Dana White. Stuck it up, I was like, nah, not that's unacceptable, not doing this shit no more. 
Fuck it. And I understand. And that's like, and again, that was during the actual event. I'm talking about like when you're off the off, you're not at the event. You're not going to win the event. You're on your own personal time. I feel like the NFL and NBA are worried about player tarnishing their their image, but I'm like, your image is already tarnished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's time. To, it's time to now flip the script and now accept it. You're like you have some ignorant motherfuckers in your sport. Don't try to push y'all get down. Embrace the shit. So you do. Yeah, I agree, man. I think mean, sometimes if you put if you put people on the forefront. People love personality. If you put people on the forefront, sometimes you can actually benefit more from it than it can hurt you. The only problem with the NBA is that the fan base they're selling shit to can be a little racist. So, you know, like, with the makeup of their sport being mostly African-American, it's a trickier sell because uh, there's a lot of people who are intimidated by African-Americans, even African-Americans they have a lot in common with, just because the fact that they're, they're black people. It's... You know, like, Allen Iverson is truly one of the most, uh, I, I would say, not only influential, but um, almost heroic to a point, and, and really representative of the American uh, persona, like, very representative of it. Uh, I'm not going to change for you. I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to work harder than everybody, and you'll never be able to knock down my hustle. But unlike, uh, you know, a dude who, uh, 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 Pete Rose, who actually cheated in his sport, uh, by betting on it, um, unlike Pete Rose, who's known as like, oh man, he's Mr. Hustle, Allen Iverson became a pariah of the league because he wouldn't shave his fucking cornrows and get rid of his tattoos and start talking proper. So, you know, it's, it's just a hard sell. I think you gotta start looking at it, we gotta start looking at it like wrestling does. Fuck it, make him a heel. He's a bad no, I'm so fucking serious. Fuck it, you hate him, but you know what? Even though motherfuckers hated Allen Iverson, they still went out and watched him. Even they rooted against him, they still went out and watched him. So fuck it. Yo, the way I see it is, no matter how racist these motherfuckers are, no matter how much they hate seeing the black people do this and that and blah, 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 and hate what they do, they're still going. That's true. Like, they, they protest Michael Vick. They still went to the fucking games, didn't they? Well, speaking Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know what? I think it's time to stop trying to... Stop trying to um, present an image that you're never going to live up to. You're, they're never going to have a pristine image. So you might as well just accept and embrace the dark side and go down with it and say, fuck it. This is what we are. If you don't like it, then leave, but you're not going to yeah, leave. I, but see, they got too many investors and they got too many people that, that are, they're selling trucks and they're selling, they're selling soap and they're selling all these things and they're selling these dreams to people. Yeah. And when you have your product acting up, that's not good. That's not. And good. UFC, uh, I understand the, what the saying. other thing about UFC too is they have pretty much total control uh, with the way that they yeah, have. And it's pay per view, right? It's well, not just that, but the way they have guys contracted, the way that they they can schedule fights and stuff, it's a little bit different from other sports uh, because they're they're able to kind of control their product more. Um, did you have something oh, to say, Ken? And I, and, I, and I was gonna say that the thing about it is that. Why are you pushing and promoting a product to people that don't care, is never going to want your shit, doesn't care anything about it, and anything you put out there, they're going to hate it. Right. Um, I'm like, market the people that love your product. and the people Now that I agree with, Karen, because and actually that's a, that's actually the biggest point. Um, yeah, don't. The, they're trying to catch a demographic that's never coming back. No. Like, and I've never understood that. Like, uh, And I think that's kind of Chris's bigger point, too, which is like, why do you care so much about getting the racist dollar? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? The guy that's going to be intimidated by the way Allen Iverson dresses is never going to like Allen Iverson. You can put Allen Iverson in a tuxedo. That dude is going to always be like, there's something about that guy I don't like. He's yeah. tatted up and he's got cornrows. And, and, and the... I hate your nigger skin and <laughs> that, that nigger <laughs> But other than With that, I'm not racist. nigger lips and that wide nigger nose. Why don't you put his nigger cock up your ass? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right, right. Look, look, look at Tim Duncan. It's like, they'll find something. Oh, he's too straightforward. He's too soft. It's like, there's always going to be some reason to complain. So, like, no fuck him. Yeah, you I know? agree, Chris. Hey, That's listen, a good point. The, 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 the way I see it was... When Kobe was on trial for a rape, and the NBA still found a, re- uh, a way to promote Kobe and to still promote their sport and, and, and pretend like everything was fine, there are ways, if, if the NBA and, and the NFL really want to do it, they can. The problem is they, they are selective in which athletes they do that for, and they're not consistent with it. That's a good point. That's the real issue. I agree. If, you, if you're going to, if you're... They, 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 if they were just going to say, no, we're going to stand up for energy, and that's how it's going to be, I'd be okay with it. Fuck it. I, hey, I, I'm all about it. Fine, do it. But they're not consistent with it. Yeah. And so they pick and choose athletes they're going to do it for, which ones are, which ones they aren't, and it, it leaves them all over the place. And it's like, there's, it's like, it's just a fucking mess. So either pick one or the other, and stick with it and do it, and they'll be fine. Either way, it's not like... And I think the biggest problem I have is that that's why they implement uh, ridiculous rules about dress code and jewelry and and headphones and, and, and how you should be if you're not playing in the game. Who gives a shit but the people that are not watching your sport? Yeah. Although I will admit that that shit did make the league better. Like, there's certain shit they've done that I was mad at when it happened. And then as it went into effect, I was like, okay, never mind, my bad. Like, like the one where they were like, um, yo, y'all got to stop getting all these texts. Y'all can't be cussing out the refs all the time. When it first happened, I was like, right. oh, but if it was a white sport... You'd be able to go out there and kick dirt on the referee. And then uh, when I saw it in effect, I was like, yeah, uh, I actually like it without y'all bitching all the time. Fuck it. It's been the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that all the rules are stupid, but there are just certain things that I disagree with, and I think that they were implemented by a group of people that would never come back. Well, I will still say the dress code even. I was against the dress code in principle. In actual action, yeah, I'm not against the dress code. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, was, I saw niggas coming in suits. I was like, that works. Okay. And it wasn't even like suits. It was like a button up and some khakis. All right, that'll work. Casual Friday. Well, I think a lot of it is came from that the uh, brawl at the palace too. Like how was that like old three or yeah, the malice at the palace. Malice at the palace, and and how much how much after that? Because you do have these fans that feel entitled they have this sense of entitlement well, I pay for these tickets I can I can throw beer at somebody or I can yeah. do I can do all these things and and, and no, no you no, can't well, that's, and that's, that's the thing about the mouth of the palace that most people just won't understand there's never a scenario where you can throw something on somebody right. and not expect to ass with it nope. and I'm never going right. to be on your side I don't give a fuck nope. who you are you could be the president of the United States. If, if Obama threw a beer on a person and proceeded to take an asshole, and I'd be like, sounds about right. You don't do that. Yeah. Yes. Like, people got mad. We were the dude in Iraq threw his shoes at, 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 at Bush, and everybody was like, well, they broke the book. I was like, no, he threw a shoe at the president. It's like, he fucking didn't get shot. Right. I mean, he's like, you can't. 
can't fucking do this. What world? And I think that's a. I'm fine. Go ahead. I think that's a little bit different. Okay, that's a little bit different between the UFC as well. It's like. And something that Roger bought up. Um, it comes from the culture. You have a lot of people that buy tickets and never got an ass whooping. And they never got any real fights. They always had somebody stand up on their behalf. And they get grown and they still take these childish expectations into the real world. Thinking they can cuss people out. Thinking, yo, $50 ticket bought somebody. And then when you pour drinks on somebody, get your ass whooped, you're shocked. No, you don't do that shit. All right, man. Uh, let's move on. Honor Janine Fernando Neal are my heroes. I ain't gonna lie, man. I love the fuck. I love that scene where that, that white boy comes out and puts his hands up. Yeah, the dude look like it was Jermaine O'Neal. The dude look like Turtle from Honorage. He comes out of the stands and he gets ready to run onto the court and he wants to sneak sneak Jermaine O'Neal. He's trying to take him unawares. Jermaine O'Neal turns around at the perfect moment and the guy freezes, puts his fist up in a in a almost aggressive gesture, like like he was a like the fighting Irish mascot. And then Jermaine O'Neal delivers the dragon punch from. From Africa, like he brought that punch. That punch went down the middle passage, crossed over to America, landed on Plymouth Rock, and then Plymouth, Plymouth Rock landed on it, and then it hit Turtle dead in his motherfucking chest. And I wanted to stop up and be like, "Black Rage, motherfucker! Black yeah, Rage!" Oh, that was because it's just like that. You have they, they, their feet. They feel so entitled, like they can. You don't. You don't do that. That's a person. This isn't. This isn't like a soccer match over in like Istanbul. Right. This is a man. My hero was at even in a soccer match. Even in a soccer match, some motherfuckers get fight. Some motherfuckers fight. They die over there. My hero was. of the Malice and Palace. My hero was Steven Jackson, because my man went on a mission like saving Private Ryan to get his boys back. Went into the crowd and gave everybody the business that wanted some of the business. And he was only he was only trying to save his boys. Like on the low, the person that everybody forgets about, I think his last name is Jackson. I think it's Freddie Jackson. Uh was his name. Um and he was this little motherfucker. And he was getting mollywhopped. He was getting mollywhopped. Look at the mouse of the in the palace footage. If you can find it, if they haven't taken it off YouTube, look for that footage, guys. There's a dude in the top left corner, big ass dude, giving Fred Jackson the bi isness. And my man Steven Jackson had to go on a mission to save this nigga's life because he was taking it a L, dude. I don't know if it was all of D12 up there or what, but he was delivering uh, Hadoukens. All the way up the crowd to save my dude, man. I was, I, he will, he will stay one of my favorite players of all time just for that moment. Um, all right, I gotta move on. Um, before we do articles, I have one more random thought I need to get into. Yeah. Did you guys watch the the Hall of Fame inductions? I did. Yeah. With you, yeah. Karen watched part of it with me. Um, I lost a follower last night because. I watched the Hall of Fame inductions. People were asking me, was I watching it? They wanted me to watch it. They wanted my commentary. And I believe, as people who follow me on Twitter, you guys know what I do whenever I talk about important things. I pick on them. 
So <laughs> Yeah, we don't he doesn't take it seriously at all. Come on, haven't you guys learned this by now? So apparently, man, when I uh you know, I was tweeting uh, about it, um I turned it on and Marshall Falk was on. Yes. And this nigga oh, gave the, the longest, longest speech in history. Like shit, like this nigga covered all of black history from Africa <laughs> to slavery to the civil rights movement to uh to the current time. Yes, he did. That was a long yeah. ass speech. Like this nigga's naming individual plays and shit. He's like, oh, and where's Kurt? Where's Kurt Warner at? Kurt, I ain't forget you, man. I remember it was third and four. 80 yards to go. It was 63 NFC degrees. championship. Yeah, 63 degrees. The wind was coming out of the northwest. But uh, it was kind of, you know, it was chilly for a 63 degree night. And you wouldn't expect that. Because we were in a dome. And the dome temperature was set on 75 like we like it. And we were on AstroTurf. And uh, 34, you threw it out for five yards. So then it was first and 10. Now when it was first and 10, then he would step back, shake his head 10 times. And then step forward to the mic, wipe his head, wipe the sweat off. I'm like, nigga, we got shit to do. No, we came here commercial free, but damn, we came here for prime time, not Marshall Folk talk time. Plus, he left out, he left out John Madden, who made his ass invincible the year after they won the championship. Okay, like, thank Madden. Wow, how you not gonna thank Madden, dog? Oh, <laughs> I, I was mad as hell at Marshall, man. It was, and you could tell like the audience got to that awkward point where you're like, "Have you ever been to a black church?" Um, yes, but you where you're not finish. even, well, you're not even wanting to clap for the good points because you feel like you're encouraging it. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, should I clap? Damn it! If I clap, he's going to keep talking. Right? He's like, I just uh, first of all, let me thank my mama. And everybody's like, yeah. About the twelfth time, he was thanking like the hot dog vendor. <laughs> For serving him a good hot dog the day of the that he got two hundred yards in the game, like you like nigga, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> that hot dog. Yeah, was- he went off. I, I didn't watch good. it. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it wasn't a, it wasn't a very good speech. Yeah, I, I didn't watch any of it because I was I was at the bar watching the uh, getting ready to watch some fights. But I was reading Twitter and I was seeing everybody's comments on him, uh, Shannon, and, and Primetime. And what got me was seeing people all of a sudden act like they were shocked that we like not just you but anybody was making fun of any of these guys. I'm like, you have three of the most three of the most mockable motherfuckers being inducted into the Hall of Fame and giving speeches. And you really thought that they were like Shannon Sharp might have given a great speech. Who would say his speech was great? But is Shannon Sharp? We know how Shannon Sharp talks. We make fun of him every Sunday. Every Sunday we talk about Shannon Sharp. So now he's giving a speech, a speech, and now you're upset that people are talking about Shannon Sharp. They do it every Sunday. Like, it's, it's at some point you gotta let Twitter be Twitter. You know, it's just gonna happen. It's, it's just, you, you know, come on. You, well, you can't get mad. About, well, yesterday, like, it sounded like he had been touched by the tongue of like Marcus Garvey. Like, he was, <laughs> he was great. That type. Like one, I, I did. I missed Shannon Sharp, so I wasn't able to joke on him. But like, this dude has been following me for months. I make jokes on everybody. Yes, sir. All the time, I made jokes about Obama during the speeches. Yes, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Why nigga. they even ask you to watch the the, the what you call the 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 whole thing? Yeah, yeah. So so like, but this dude, this dude was like, well, how would you? Because I was like, yo, wrap it up, B. 
wrap it up. And somebody was like, and my man was like, well, how would you like it if you got inducted into the podcast hall of fame and they told you to wrap it up? I'm like, nigga, I would, one, I wouldn't care. I'm not going to be checking Twitter during my hall of fame speech, asshole. But then two, like, who, I, I wouldn't go on that long. If it was a podcast hall of fame, I wouldn't give a 30 minute fucking speech when they were waiting for people that were better than me that like, uh, they were waiting for, um, <laughs> Mark Marion to go on next. Yeah. And I'm giving a 30 minute speech thanking the motherfucking cable service provider for, for not breaking my service so I can use Skype. Get the fuck out of here. That's ridiculous, sir. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't run the light. Like in stand up, when you get the light, that means it's almost time to go. You don't run the light. That's, that's disrespectful. I thought Dion was late, Chris. I was like, oh, they must have told Marshall to talk for 30 minutes because Dion said he stuck nah, in traffic. He, he was sitting there. That makes sense. Right. That was what I, I... I was in the house breaking out the Martin Luther King fan, trying to <laughs> unbutton my top button on my on my shirt, trying to take a cat nap like I was in church, man. This nigga went on way too long. I'm sorry, Marshall Falk. He was talking about the, he was talking about the junior high cafeteria lady. Yes. Nobody <laughs> make peanut butter and jelly like Edna Smalls. Edna, I salute you. And then he takes a step back, wipe his forehead, take shake his head ten times. Man, and then my man Deion Sanders came up there with the underarm pendant on his jacket, which I thought was yeah, I thought was delicious. I love Deion Sanders. He truly yeah. is about his money. Uh, 100%. <laughs> he put an advertiser on his Hall of Fame jacket. He was like, yep, I'm all about this. <laughs> I didn't go to church uh, today because I saw his speech. Yo, somebody, yo, Chris, you joking? Somebody said that on Twitter, and then oh, yes, man. yes, he said, "Yo, if you don't go to church tomorrow, just look at Deion Sanders' speech." I'm like, what, nigga? Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> yo, you know what? You know why they was getting mad at me? You know, I figured it out. This is why they was getting mad at me, dog. Cause niggas was in they on their living room couches crying, dog. They was mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they was crying. Yeah. They, was crying. Yeah. they were crying. Yeah. Well, when he was talking about his mother, like he was talking yeah, about his Shane mom, and he had his friend. Yeah, he was. I was like, woo, woo. But, yo, niggas, niggas I got sad to I ain't gonna lie. They, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm just some emotionless robot, but niggas was in the house crying and took it out on me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Y'all will be back during football season. You know why? Because ain't nobody funnier than me, man. Ain't nobody about to go in on Joey Galloway's old ass like, like, like I did. Nobody, nigga. You will be back. And you know what? I'm not gonna follow you back when you come back. That's how I do. Welcome. Didn't he talk about, didn't he, did, 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 I, I saw this on Twitter, I wasn't sure if it really, again, I wasn't watching, did he thank any room? Yes, this nigga he, said, yes. this nigga said, first of all, when he started, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm surprised they didn't go over his tackles stat, because they went over all his other stats, and, uh, because, you know, D.I. don't tackle, which is funny, um, and, and so later on, he tried to turn it into, but I've tackled every bill my mama ever paid, ever gave me, and I was like, because somebody was like, well, you ain't, I bet you, uh, Dion got more tackles than you ever had or something like that, or, you know, you ain't even had one tackle in your life, and I was like, well, if it's my mama bills, then I guess I got a couple, so... I, 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 I played JV, so I could I could actually have more tackles. Than yeah, Dion don't. I play JV. It's okay. 
He did, he did that little ankle dive where he would dive at the person's ankle and the person would just jump over the album and run over there and run over there. Am I the only one that don't give a damn about that stat? No, no, we don't. That's okay. the thing. I can't even make the joke. He's obviously one of the greatest, if not the greatest DB I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I can't say that he didn't like the tackle. You know, and then uh, so 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 that was one thing, but um, which I thought was very special. But um, but I think he was the first. He was the first Hall of Fame. He has to be the first inductee to thank two rappers in his speech. Yeah. Like he thanked Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. That was and and uh, when he said uh, he said uh, I want to uh, thank Eddie Long. I want to thank Bishop Long. I was like, whoa, because he said it in a long line of thank yous. I was like, this nigga. Just think, you know, Eddie Long, and I was like, now you can't convince me that Eddie Long hasn't tackled more young men than Deion Sanders. You cannot convince me of that. I'm positive that Eddie Long has put more young men to the ground than Deion Sanders, man. But his just pads. didn't have pants and pads on. Yeah, there's no arguing that, man. Some people got mad at me and unfollowed me. Fuck you. I don't care. Unfollow me. Like, I, like I'm gonna cry tonight. Fuck you. Yeah, you don't have a sense of humor. Why were you following me in the first place? Anyway. Well, no, that actually makes you wonder. Was the Under Armour pen really a sponsorship? Or was it a tribute to, uh, you know, Eddie Long, you know, with the, the Under Armour jerseys? <laughs> That's what I, that was you know, the like, other joke I made. I was like, well, we know they're both sponsored by uh, Under Armour. Eh. Right. Some people got right. it. Some people didn't follow. Fuck them. <laughs> All right, man. Um, and yeah, can we gonna say something? Yeah, something I'd like to uh, to talk about uh, before you move on. Uh, something I've learned, and me and Roger went out to eat the other day. Never order anything off the menu without the prices. I learned that the hard way when they came, and me and Roger was had went to Harper's, and the dude came and he had like this lovely list of items. I was like, yeah, I want that steak right there, yeah. Roger got the bill. He looked at me. I looked at him. I was like, "Oh, something, something." <laughs> yeah, that steak was kind of expensive, man. But uh, yeah, that was that was hilarious. But um, yeah, we had a discussion about that on the way home, man. You know, and every man, I didn't know. Like every man just wants, if he has a woman, he just wants your woman not to have to worry about shit. So like as men, we're accustomed to just being like, "Eh, hey, baby, get what you want." But yeah, every once in a while you get hit with the unexpected, like, oh, so you're going with the uh, steak and lobster off of the uh, the market price? Okay. Yes, I wish they'd have had something that said market price. I know not to order market price. Like, apparently I won't be eating lunch this week, but it's okay, honey. So you can be happy. <laughs> I, just want, I just want you to be happy tonight to have that one steak that is worth all my lunch. Um, Alright, man. So, uh, this... I guess uh, we're gonna do some articles now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send send the links out through uh, Twitter, and I'm getting a, a like a little bit of a feedback. So, Chris, I'm gonna disconnect and come right back to you. Is that cool? Okay. Uh, not I'm sorry, Herman. Not not Chris. Okay. Let me let me see. Okay. Oh, oh, actually, hang up and call me right back. Oh, let me call you right back, Herman. Me? Herman. Oh, Herman. Okay. All right, I got. You. All right. Alright, call him right back. Sometimes that happens with his uh, connection. I don't know why that happens, but it's weird. Okay. But I'm, I'm calling him back now. Alright, okay, because mine is. Just... 
Is it the back? I think so. Oh, am I not hosting this shit? I think. No, hey, you call him back, uh, Chris. Oh, you call him. Hello. Oh, he's back. Okay. Hey, hello. Oh, he's back. back. How you doing? All right. Oh, cool. You. Um. Cool. Um. Oh. Now I'm coming. Now I'm. You go. You go. Yeah, I hear you, Chris. Yeah, I hear. You. Yeah, we okay. still get feedback from okay. yeah, the. Still get Herman. Herman. How's this? Alright, mic check. So getting feedback? Right, mic check. Still here. So getting feedback? Still here. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Yeah, we're still here. Feedback. One, yeah, we're still one, here. One. Uh, try disconnected. And, uh, uh, Chris, you call Herman back. Uh, Herman. I should right, call I Herman back? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, let me try this. Let me I don't know why it does that once while with him. Now, do I have to? I don't know. What the Click hell. on his name. Is his name still there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, his name. And hit the name, and it should yeah. automatically call him. Okay. Yeah, it looks like it's calling now. Behind the scenes. <laughs> Did you want to talk about Planet of the Apes? No, not yet. Did you guys watch? Yeah, it? we yes. watched it. But I mean, the show's already going long. We got to do articles at some point, so. You know, um, okay, now it looks like uh, Chris, Chris is, is not even on the screen. Let me see if I can add I him. To the call. Add the call. I'm, add I, I, I'm adding him. Okay. See if that works. Wait, you saw Planet of the Apes, uh, Chris? No, I saw, I went, I watched Crazy Stupid Love. Um, How was that? Was it terrible? It was really good. Oh, was it good? was really good. My, I, I don't know if y'all saw my tweet, but I like Facebook, and I was like, I saw this movie. I was like, my, my contacts got a little misty, or some, you know, I think my eyes got misty, but that's only because I was watching. I had a new contact lens, or something. <laughs> but it was, it was real good. Like, you know, like Steve Carell, like, you know, kind of ended like Hollywoody because it's like a mainstream movie, but. They have some really good moments. They have some funny parts. It's definitely worth seeing. You know, I, I would, uh, I would check it out. Well, we saw Planet of the Apes, man. That shit was That's great. Did y'all didn't get mad or nothing? Like, man, no, we people were mad, mad at us. Yes, because it... y'all liked it. Yes. Well, because well, we liked the Apes. Yes, we were rooting for the Apes. Because it was stuff. It was hilarious. It was stuff that was happening in the movie, and it was the way that the Apes were looking. And okay, it, it looks like Chris is back. Okay, he's back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, do I, how do I sound great? Good. Okay, I have no idea. What, what it's all right. We made some small chat till now, until the now, but let's get into the articles because we're running kind of long. Um, all right, I sent you guys a link. Um, and I'll go ahead and start reading it. But uh, some podcasts have probably already covered this. Half black, half Hispanic Spider Man revealed. Um, and I don't appreciate the tagline to this article. It's on USA Today, but it's we have an African American president, so why not an African American Spider Man too? Uh, sir, please leave that out. Um, revealed in Marvel's Ultimate Fallout issue number four, um, out Wednesday, the new Spider Man in the Ultimate Universe is half black, half Hispanic teen named Miles Morales. Uh, he takes over the gig held by Peter Parker, who was killed in Ultimate Spider-Man issue 160 in June. In his first appearance, he simply breaks up a fight, but readers will learn the true origin of Morales and how he became the new Spider-Man when Ultimate Spider-Man relaunches in September with a new number one issue. 
The theme is the same. With great power uh, comes great responsibility, says Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, he's going to learn that. Then he has to figure out what that means. Um, the new Ultimate Spider-Man series, as well as Wednesday's Ultimate Fallout issue, will be available digitally uh, and the same day as in stores. In the regular Marvel Universe, Peter Parker will still be the same web-swinging Spidey. Because, you know, we got to keep a white Spidey. You know, Spidey, Whitey, sounds kind of close. Uh, <laughs> as he has been since his first appearance in 1962. But in the Ultimate Line, launched in 2000 to tell contemporary stories, he received a new origin and remained uh, a reimagined supporting cast that paralleled the Spidey in the regular Marvel continuity. Uh... Morales' journey will be a similar vehicle for today's fans, says Marvel's editor-in-chief, Axel Alonso. Uh, what you have is a Spider-Man for the 21st century who's reflective of our culture and our diversity. We think that readers will fall in love with Miles Morales the same way they fell in love with Peter Parker. Uh, in addition to an alliterative name, Miles has a connection with his predecessor and how he received his powers, but he will have different abilities, too. Supporting characters such as Peter's Aunt May and Gwen Stacy also will give Miles nuggets of wisdom uh, to help his transition from young kid to New York City superhero. Um, okay, so to get to the real scoop of this, um, you kind of got to go to the comments because that's where it got ratchet. But um, so far, what do you guys think about them reimagining Spider-Man in the Ultimate series? And making him a black person. Uh, Karen, I'll start with you. What do you think? It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I think that a lot of uh, people are just accustomed to seeing their characters in a certain way or viewing their characters in a certain way. And, and let's face it, most people don't like change. And it will, it's going to be different to watch somebody from a different ethnicity. But there are millions of people that read comic books that represent this ethnicity, but it's never being represented in the form of Spider-Man before. Uh, what about you, Chris? I think it's cool. Um, I think it's cool. Like, I, I'm not a big comic book fan, um, but I would, I would definitely check this out because it's kind of, it's been, it's, the block has been hot on this. The internet's been pretty uh, alive with this, so I would definitely check it out. What about you, Her? I had absolutely no care in the world about it. I, I, I honestly, it. It's one of those things where, as a comic book fan, it's the ultimate universe. It's like yeah. I'm not yeah. shocked by this. I'm not. I'm not. I can't get upset about. It. I don't see how anybody can get upset about it who knows about the ultimate universe. It's not like they were reimagining Peter Parker. He died. They created a new one. They do this all the time in comic books. Every. I. I. I, I while you were sending me this article, I looked it up. I remember. Yo, they had. Remember when Superman died? They had Steel. Yep. Who was basically yeah. a black Superman? It's like. They do this shit all the time. Why are we making a big deal about it? Why are they, why is USA writing today about it? Why are they trying to link it to a black president? Why does anybody give a fuck? Now, I just in all fairness to nerd it up a little bit, there were like six different versions of Superman right, when exactly. they did that. But I, I completely understand your point. This is a tried and true comic book uh, marketing tool where they kill a dude, come back with another dude. I think they killed Captain America a couple years ago. Like they they do this all the time. Um, like, are, 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 do any of us think that they're not going to bring Peter Parker back? Yeah, he died, but he's going to be back. Right. Like, I, I, actually, the, the, I actually enjoy the way they did this, and that the, they didn't just make Peter Parker black and do it that way. Because now, when Peter Parker does come back, because he will come back, it's Marvel. They always bring their characters back. Miles Morales will now have his own history and will will be his own character. Yeah. 
and now yeah. he will he will exist and they can do things with that character and while it might not he might not be spider-man anymore there's been plenty of times where you had somebody who was started as one thing like nightwing started off as a robin and now he has his own he's his own character in his own right it's like it can be something like that so i actually don't enjoy it. i don't see it as you know hurting history of the spider-man or doing anything else to it i'm like eh, fuck it it's some fucking comic yeah, if, what they and do. if anything man like i'm not offended by it and uh, you know and i could understand um honestly uh if they never even brought peter back i would still understand because they have other timelines and other stories that are considered more canon than the ultimate series that well they have they didn't do anything to peter like you know but um here's the thing like these uh comments like wally x says in 10 years he will be hispanic and gay to reflect the current trends so in 10 years they will have hispanic gay spider-man wally x does not say what's wrong with that but uh he does say that that will happen uh jeep ned says i have no real problem with peter being killed off not really happy with it but i'll live but why a new spider-man why can't Marvel's politically correct character be a new character with his own powers? Anyway, after this and other PC moves by Marvel, I'll no longer buy my nephews any of their comics. You weren't buying to begin with. You weren't. Like, wait, so like, were they net? Was his nephews? His nephews just gonna be, have to stop following Spider Man? People, when people say that shit, you weren't following to begin with. Because did you stop buying when Marvel made uh, Nick Fury base him off of Sam Jackson and made him black? No, you didn't. You didn't give a fuck then. So now all of a sudden you give a fuck. Oh, I I hate people like that. Like those are people that make me say that I had no fucks. I gave no fucks about this character. Those are people that actually make me want to now go out and buy the comic book. I, I will go like, buy this comic book because I will too. And I don't I don't watch I don't read comic books. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, me too. Um, it's like. <laughs> He also says, for Marvel, if you ever want my business back, try taking politics out of your comic-making machine. Miles Morales shouldn't have been a multiracial Spider-Man. He should have been his own new character to replace Peter. Well, he kind of is his own new character to replace Peter. I mean, he's going to have different powers, according to the article. But then again, that would have required some original thinking on your part. Apparently, something you've been missing at Marvel for years now. You're just not a Marvel fan, sir. Hold up, hold up. They want they want Marvel to take politics out of comic books. Hello, Superman? Right. Captain of fucking America? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Captain America is Marvel. And he, you don't get more political than Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> the, 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 the dude with the American flag on the shield. Like, a lot of the comic books, like, reflect a lot of what was going on in america and representative like motherfuckers just got mad uh, it's, just, uh, uh, it's just it's annoying how about it, it, how about this one? Oh, go ahead uh chris i was no, gonna I... say you can't start talking about this spider-man thing without talking about the campaign that donald glover led with with him being in the the, the reboot and the, the, the backlash that happened with that like people were posting pictures of spider-man with the 40s and like some people didn't like the change, but some people just didn't. Some people like genuinely didn't like the change because it was just different. Other people really didn't like it because it was black. And it had more to do with Donald Glover than than Obama. Right. But a lot of that kind of spawns from the the foundation of what is the end of white guilt. 
after Obama got elected. And you, you see more, you see more like people not being afraid to call people. Well, in all fairness, it is, in all fairness, it is also, uh, the fact that, um, motherfuckers just ain't shit. So, like, you know, people on the internet can be anonymous and they can, uh, they can, they, the internet has always been this ratchet. Like, this is not a new thing. Like, Squider, Spider Squat Quadroon, Spider Quadroon, anonymous motherfucker on the internet says, this is more proof that Stanley is an unforgivable race traitor. Yeah, race traitor. I didn't even know that still existed. Word on the net is that he came from pressure to the terrorists in the White House to make all of our beloved superheroes blacker than the symbiote that, that calls Eddie Brock withered husk to of a body home. Oh, hold on, hold on. Did Obama give Stan Lee a personal call and say, hey, you need to change all my favorite characters? <laughs> I think this guy's being sarcastic. You it's heard me. Spider-Man. Like, it's like, wait, hold on, let me finish. You heard me right, kids. A black, all black X-Men and Avengers by the next time Obama's Muslim cabal votes him in the office. <laughs> the new storyline will involve a black Wolverine, black Cyclops, black Iron Man, black Thor, black Storm, and black Charles Xavier in charge of Underground Railroad mutants. He didn't say Black Storm, did he? He didn't say Black yeah, Storm. Yeah, this is this dude is uh, hilarious. He says, oh, what a goddamn job hustle. Dude, dude, that dude was fucking with everybody. I like, I'm gonna like this comment. That was excellent. Excellent satire, sir. <laughs> but, I, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe if it was 616. But this is fucking ultimate. Like, do these people realize? Do realize they're gay characters in the Ultimate Universe, right? Right. Like we're saying, somebody told yeah. me it's like I haven't caught up the on the Ultimate Universe. Well, Colossus is gay. So are we gonna get mad that, that Colossus is gay? No, you don't care because you haven't been paying attention. Now all of a sudden, because for some reason it gets announced. Like if this had not been announced, nobody would have noticed. You know what's great? Right? Nobody- the beauty of nerd rage is this. Nerds, true nerds, get mad all the time. They live in a state of anger. They will continue to buy shit because that's what we as fucking nerds do. That is what we do. We can't help ourselves. Oh, fucking Sir George Lucas and how he's just profiting off of the terrible Star Wars. And you know what? I'll be in the next one. If Spider-Man, if Star Wars 7 comes out tomorrow, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to fucking be there. That's that's nerd rage. So a lot of these guys get mad because you touch their character and you change them. And that's why they're mad. But these, these people that are responding to this article... They're not real nerds. They're just fucking racist. It's like the real, no, the real nerds, the, the real nerds understand like this is nothing. Real nerds are like real nerds did what I did was like, oh, they killed Peter Parker. Yeah, he'll be back. Here. Right. Real nerds I mean, heard about this shit last year. Right. <laughs> real nerds are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew this was coming. And then it's just about to drop it. Right. It's these casual fans that just found out because new the USA Today had it okay, in there. But oh, uh, all right. I, and next thing you know, they're going to be making Nick Fury black, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, alright, and, uh, and, oh, and also on Twitter, I forgot to say this, but I made a bunch of jokes about black Spider-Man, because I decided, fuck it, uh, if there's going to be a black Spider-Man, I want to get in on the action. Uh, like I said, somebody at the Daily Bugle is going to ask Miles to shave off his dreads. That'll be part of Black Spider-Man. Uh, Miles will never be able to get anywhere in New York City by cab, so he'll be forced to swing whether he wants to or not. Uh, yes. Uh, somebody also asked, like, well, who dies? Does 
is his dad uh, gonna die? Is Uncle Ben gonna get shot in a drive-by? And I said, wait a minute, is he gonna know his dad? Because I don't know if Black Spider-Man will know his dad. We need to, like, cover that. I need to write this. It, that can be a great issue and covered in a very sensitive way. Like that Fresh Prince episode when Ben Vereen was his dad. What do you want me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you know what is I, I actually appreciate the, the way that Marvel is doing. They're actually doing it the right way that by giving Miles Morales his own character and making him a different character than Peter Parker. They're opening it up to actually give me it is Funny the jokes are about Black Spider-Man. They're opening up to have something like that. Yeah. So now I'm not. Wait a minute. These aren't jokes. Yeah. They, These are things I would like to see covered. They, they might be funny, but I want to see does the fucking Fantastic Four invite Miles Morales into the crib as fast as they did Peter Parker? No. Will, she, will, will Sue Storm put up invisible shields around all the valuables or what? <laughs> you had a great one about like Aunt May. What if she had diabetes? Yes. What if Aunt May only has I, one foot? And then like Miles had to like go to like Dwayne Reed, go to the Rite Aid, and stop a bank robbery. And like, what kind of like how would what you know comic? How would that be? Yes. You know, that'd be pretty intense. Chris uh, Chris Lambert said. What white women will clutch their purses in Spider-Man saves them? <laughs> wow, that bad guys! Oh my god! Like I was—that was the fun. That was great. That was a, oh. somebody was like, uh, "Well, uh, I was like, <laughs> the police will be shooting at Black Spider-Man, and somebody will be like, oh, so you guys are finally cracking down on vigilantes, and they'll just be like, oh, he was a vigilante.' Save right. <laughs> <laughs> somebody? Yeah." Oh man, uh, Adjective J said he'll get attacked multiple times by the Crip- Crips and the Blood for wearing cross colors because he got red and blue in his outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. I have one like his suit will be made up of synthetic fibers, the dreams of Marcus Gar- Garvey, and the re- remnants of Harriet Tubman. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, will J. Jonah Jameson just be, uh, will he just be a racist or is he gonna still just be against vigilantes? He's, he's uh, like, no, the Fantastic Four is cool, but, uh, that's something about that Spider Man. I appreciate it. And of course, he can never be late, cause you know, if he's ever late to a fucking CP crime, time. CP time, man. Oh, God. You think he'd be swinging eating fried chicken? <laughs> he'll have to get the items. <laughs> like, what was you at, man? I was asleep. Oh god. Anyway, oh, let me get off this topic because it's not brutal. All right, man. Um. So apparently, the blind are under attack uh, lately in the news. Uh, a blind man was robbed of his wallet this afternoon in Southside's Woodlawn neighborhood, but but passerby a passerby came to his rescue. Authorities said, grabbing hold of the culprit until Chicago police arrived. The suspect approached the 61-year-old blind male about 12.30 p.m. They give the address and went through his pockets. That's some brazen shit, wow. son. How you know that blind man would whoop your ass? He just waved his hand in front of his like, Ray Charles glasses and was like, okay. <laughs> After taking his wallet, the robber, pushed, the robber pushed the man to the ground. What an asshole. Damn. Why did you have to do that? How <laughs> you rob him? Oh shit! Shortly thereafter, the passerby approached the robber and were able. To, uh, they were able to detain him before police arrived. While he was detained, police said 
citing witness accounts, unknown males punched the subject in the face. Yet. As they should have. <laughs> yes, as they should have. Fuck him. Because you don't fuck with the blind. Uh, the robber was taken into custody, but also had to go to the local hospital for injury. <laughs> they was still sad. <laughs> the blind man was not hurt, and no charges were filed. <laughs> and they shouldn't be. Not against the people, anyway. Um, this is a complex story, so I'm going to save this one for next week. Um, Alright, so Longmont police are looking for gold scammers. Uh, and I don't know. I think all those gold things are scams, no matter what. Even yes, if I see a are. commercial, yes. buy your gold. Send us your gold. I ain't sending you my damn gold. Police are looking for two men suspected of bilking three thousand dollars from a Longmont resident by promising gold bars in exchange for cash. Mm-hmm. Gold bars. What's his name? Glenn Beck. <laughs> Talking about like old school gold. Yeah, doing shit too. Yes, he does. Like gold, and seeds. Gold bars. Mm. The woman reported on Thursday that a stranger who offered to sell her gold bars in Walmart Supercenter. Oh, at come Walmart. On. Oh, oh, man. Oh, oh my God, you are a sucker. I'm surprised she had three thousand dollars in cash. The woman told police a man approached her inside the store and offered her gold bars for twenty thousand dollars. She initially declined. So she's kind of smart, Karen. But then she watched as another person apparently bought gold from the man. She then changed her mind and took the man to her bank and gave him $3,000, but did not receive any gold. Police suspect. Other- <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> the other dude was his partner. That's what the police suspect that she saw the person that was- she saw buying gold was part of the scheme. Wow. The woman said one of the men was a dark-skinned Hispanic man who was wearing a cowboy hat and a brown plaid shirt. I thought you were going to say he was dressed like Spider-Man, but, you know. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you'll never catch that motherfucker. Like, I mean. already quick and fast. Oh, no, thank you. Well, not just that, but he's not going to wear that cowboy hat and brown. Like, if I, that's a good point. If you rob somebody, you should wear the most ridiculous shit you can find. And just never wear it again. Because you never have to worry about accidentally putting that shirt back on. Ah, like a cowboy hat and a plaid shirt? I'll never wear this. Take this back to Goodwill. Huh. Uh, he, she told police she dropped the men off on North Main Street during the lunch hour Thursday. She dropped them. These niggas roll with her. And then one walked toward the dollar store. And the other towards three margaritas, which I guess is a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, police warned that you should never buy gold from someone in the parking lot of a business. No. <laughs> yeah. The fact that- A fucking Walmart. It was a fucking... Oh, it, the people are... No, no, fuck it. Uh, speaking of the blind, uh, we had another blind issue come up. Uh, police. Man shoved blind woman and stole her parent. Aww. Not a good week for blind. Yeah, I could, right? Adelion. Par- Go ahead. I'm saying the parent couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> like the parent could. Uh... He's on your left. Dump, nigga. Dump, nigga. Dump. Ah. Adelion Springs man forced his way into a blind woman's home, pushed her to the ground, and stole her pet bird that he had traded her. Yes, apparently they work on the barter system in Florida. Wow. Oh, Florida. According to the Volusia uh, County Sheriff's Office, Mark Bosch, because he's a boss, regretted trading his, his pet son, Cure, Con- Conure, mm-hmm. 
I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the name of the parrot. To the mm-hmm. 64-year-old woman and her 81-year-old mother in exchange for $50 in the computer. Wow. He came up, actually. Uh, Bosch went to the woman's home on Ponce de Leon Boulevard on Thursday afternoon and demanded the bird back, saying he missed his pet and the computer ran too slow. <laughs> Look at the picture. Can we just assume that this was a trailer park? Come on, Yes, son. and on top of that, 64-year-old woman and her 81-year-old mother, how fucking current did he think this computer was going to be? <laughs> yeah, like a, a Commodore 64. <laughs> this is slow, and I missed my bird. <laughs> Jesus I just Christ. picture this nigga, like, banging on their doors, like, where's my bird? I miss him. <laughs> This is bullshit, man. Your computer is slow. I got word 98 on this bitch. What's going on here? This isn't Windows 7. This is MS Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they refused his request, he forced his way into the home, shoved the blind woman to the ground, and went into her bedroom, where he shoved her again, because, you know, fuck a blind woman. Fuck her. He just stole her on the ground. <laughs> Took the bird and fled in his truck. Using the description from the women... Uh, probably not the blind woman. Yeah, I hope not. The blind woman was just like, he was strong. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my head two times. Apparently, he could see. Uh, uh, he must have been tall because he pushed me from a high angle. Um, they said they were able to find Boss who was in his truck along with the bird. Damn. Uh, the bird is valued at $300. How fucking, how fucking bad of a, of a, Home invasion do you have to be running to get caught then described by a blind woman? <laughs> well her senses her senses were probably really in tune. Her other five, she was like, he was tall and I could tell from this angle and he smelled like he had been the fud rucker. <laughs> I touched his face. He has a mole on his left cheek. Uh so he was choose he was he's on he's in jail held on thirteen thousand dollars bond. Uh, now this next one, I think Chris will, uh, well, Herman will be really interested in, uh, because I am. Apparently, they're trying to invent a new font that lets you display sarcasm. Uh oh. I need this shit in my life, son. I do too. I get in a lot of shit on Twitter because people just cannot fucking understand that I'm being sarcastic. Uh,. That says, we who spend our days IMing Facebook and then tweeting and so on have said it time and time again, there's a great need for a sarcasm font. Uh, well, it looks like our social network prayers are finally being answered by a company called Twitter Blitz, starting by three New York interns working at Bottle Blog, uh, Haggerty, Bottle Blog, Haggerty, BBH. The solution? Sartalis, Sartalix. Like italics, but sarcasm, so sartalics. Okay. Here's how sartalics will work. When you want to send a sarcastic comment, you will simply put a sarcastic sentence between two backslashes, and the words will slant to the left, signifying that you are saying what you're saying is the opposite of what you mean. Couldn't we all use this? You know, I'm going I'm I'm to shock you guys and say I don't want this. <gasps> why not? I'm, I'm, let me explain why I don't want this. I don't, I don't want this because you wonder why? Yo, fuck you if you don't get my fucking sarcasm. If you're too fucking stupid to read the context of what I'm speaking, then fuck you. You don't need to learn. I want you to I want you to go around thinking like an idiot that I'm really saying what I'm not really saying. That's what I want. 
Like to me, this makes people. It makes people. It it it, it enforces reinforces stupidity. Because that's really what it is. It I see really where is. you're going, Herman. I see where you're going because now, like they're 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 getting away. They're getting rid of handwriting now in some schools up here in the New York area. They're getting rid of handwriting because you're not going to need that anymore. Cur- I thought they, they would get rid of cursive. Yeah, cursive. Cursive. Same. I call that handwriting. Oh, okay. When I was a kid, they called. But they're getting rid of cursive, and now they're just teaching teaching type typing classes. That's cool, but. Kids can't even. You can't write no more. You're not, you're not gonna write. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess both of y'all on this, but keep going. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I I understand. It will be. It will be helpful. It will. It will. It make it so much easier for me not to worry about idiots hopping in my timeline and saying, "Oh, what do you mean you're voting for Herman Cain? But don't you realize he's a Tea Party member?" <laughs> Fuck you. Like, you're right. You know, it would be making so much easier. But then it it, it makes it too easy. It's like. All you have to do is click a couple clicks, read a couple more sentences, and comprehend what I'm actually saying, and you'll see the motherfucking sarcasm. I mean, we, we all do. Is there somebody that rides sarcasm about something? And I'm like, what are you really trying to say? And it takes me a while. Even though I'll ask them, like, are you serious? Are you are you being sarcastic? And I'll, yeah, that's fine. But if you just automatically jump out there and and, and or, or you need some uh, the, the the somebody to put sarcasm tags out there for you to understand just just fucking stop and you i mean you know what uh herman i think that some people are so stupid that they wouldn't even get the sarcasm font see that's the thing i'm looking forward to because i'm on the next level already i'm all i'm already looking to fucking with people using my sartalics like i'm already looking to be like i love my wife in a sarcastic tone to be like what the fuck Rod, what are you talking about what so you're gonna use the sarcasm font to be sarcastic yes. i'm gonna use it to be ironic they're gonna need to create an ironic font like don't let me get the hold of the sarcastic slash ironic font where i can do both because i will fuck with y'all all day man i need these things in my life these they think they're solving shit these are more ways for me to fuck with stupid people that's all you're doing <laughs> And you know, it, it'll work. You want to know why? Because remember during the campaign when uh, the New Yorker had that image of the Obamas on the ca- on the cover and they were giving like the terrorist fist bump and, and, and liberals went nuts and black people went nuts like, I'm never going to support the New Yorker. I'm like, well, you obviously never did because you would know the New Yorker is a fucking magazine about sarcasm. It wasn't real. They were making a joke. They were, they were, it, it, it's, it's political sarcasm. That's what they were fucking doing. That's the whole point of the damn magazine. So it's like you have places that are like this, and they still don't fucking get it. So yeah, it's not gonna. Uh, speak. Not, I, go ahead, Chris. Awesome. Well, I had I lost I had a situation like you had, Rod, where you where I lost a follower, and I thought that I was cool with. Um, she made a statement like comparing like like Pelosi, Obama, Bachman to like Mean Girls, like cast members of that movie Mean Girls, and I thought it was hilarious to me. And I wrote back to her, and I was wow, that was great. And like, she read it and she unfollowed me. And I was like, damn, but I thought it was funny. Like, and she she misinterpreted like my response to her because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And now we're not now we're not friends anymore. Yeah. Tar Heel Philly did it to me too, man. I know what you mean. Now, uh, this this uh, <laughs> next article is just one of the what the fuck moments. Oh, um, yeah, I said it. Inspired by the jewels of his wife's teeth. Ooh. Yeah, now I know what you're thinking. Guess the race. Well, you'd be wrong. An optometrist in India, uh, India's Shekhar Eye Research Center, 
was de- has developed dominant crusted gold plated contact lenses. Yeah, they'll bring a certain twinkle to your eye. The exotic eyewear costs $15,000 a pair. And even though some critics find the lenses a bit excessive, Wired reports that according to a creator, and I can't pronounce his nigga's name. His last name is Chawan, no, C-H-A-W-A-N. So let's say Dr. Chawan. The profits will go towards treating patients who suffer from Steven Johnson Syndrome, a skin disease that can lead to vision loss. Uh... I, I, I just want to know, does Kanye West know about this yet? Right. No. I mean, it's all fun and games so the BET Awards participants get older this year. <laughs> it, 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 it'll be on the next video. <laughs> Alright, um, the U.S. Postal Service warns that it's about to run out of money. I believe that. And what I don't get is the people who are against the Postal Service, because people clown the Postal Service all the fucking time. But that's how you get the bulk of your mail. Not just that, but I could literally, I know, I know emails more efficient, all this shit, but has anybody given a thought to the fact that I could write a letter to somebody in California and it could be there in like two days? That's not magical enough for you motherfuckers? Like, for, for what, 40 cent? For 40 cent, yeah. I can send something from here in Charlotte, across the country, anywhere, I can write a letter to Alaska. And they will have that shit within a few days. And not only that, they'll pick it up from your house. From my yes. crib, dog. If people are and really... And charge me pickup fees. Because what people fail to realize is that FedEx, UPS, and all these other postal places, they charge for shit that is free with the postal service. It's just amazing to me that how much people shit on the postal service. I know. With how much we expect from it. Yeah. Well, we, we shit on a lot of things. I mean, we, like Louis C.K. once said that we're all like fat eighth graders complaining about everything. And it's, and it's true. And then when we, when you lose, this is a, when you lose a big arm of the, where do I want to go with this? When you lose something like this, like this is, this is, uh, serious. Yeah, when you have to pay twice as much, you know, instead of paying the 40 cents, people complain about yeah, it. Yeah, you have to pay a dollar 25 to ship anything. And I'm know. sure Republicans will try to turn this into some type of, like, oh, fuck the USPS. It's just government union jobs or some shit, but goddamn, dog. The post office is amazing. Um, police. Man admits to sex with cat. Oh. Yeah, it's really sad when you have to admit to the sex, you know? Yes, normally police... They didn't even have to put it together with CSI. Like, they had you in such a, a tight corner, you had to be like, yes, I fucked that cat. Oh. A council bluffs man faces several charges after witnesses told police he threw a cat from the seventh floor apartment window with his pants down. Well, damn. He just wanted some pussy, Karen. Oh, sometimes uh, the terrible jokes is they make themselves. Yes, they do. <laughs> On Wednesday morning, uh, officers are called and they give this nigga's address for why. I don't, why? Uh, I think it's embarrassing enough that we know Gerardo Martinez fucks cats. Uh, and throw him off seven floor balconies. Peter's gonna kill this dude for a yes. report of someone tossing the cat from an apartment and exposing himself. According to the police report, officers found a gray cat which later died, bleeding and barely breathing near the sidewalk. Witnesses told the police that he saw... Has this dude never heard of the flashlight? Um, 
Witnesses told police they saw a man expose himself from the seventh floor of an apartment building across the street. They told police he then threw the cat out the window. So this, this is kind of domestic abuse as well. I don't know. Did the pussy scratch fast? It is domestic abuse, and the people that live next door to this guy should burn in hell because they knew this was going on, and they didn't do anything. (laughs) They just heard, like, the screams. He's over there fucking that cat again. (laughs) And they turned their music up, and they didn't pay any attention. Yeah, it's like like, a babyface song about abuse. Uh, Martinez, who admitted to using meth, <laughs> Do you even have to admit that? I think it's assumed. Yes. Uh, oh wait, when they answered the door, he was shirtless with his pants down. Uh, officers asked him to pull his pants up and asked him about the cat. He admitted to using meth and first denied having a cat. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they asked him, did he have a cat? He said no, but I, I use meth. But I, I have. <laughs> what? The, he's a dyslexic liar. No, he answered the door shirtless with his pants down. They said, "Pull your pants up." He said, "I'm on meth. I mean, I don't have a cat." They're like, "What? We didn't even ask you about the cat." I'm not fucking the cat. I said, "Okay, copper. You see." Uh, later, he changed his story and told police that his boyfriend threw the cat from the. So he's gay too. God, yeah, wow. this nigga was trying to get every. Right. He's just he's trying to pull everything out the hat. He's, he's just admitting all kinds of yeah. shit. Like, Listen, I, tell you the whole story. I don't even own a cat. I'm high. I'm on meth. My boyfriend is here. Uh, his boyfriend threw the cat through the window three hours prior. When police told Martinez that witnesses said the cat was thrown recently, he said he attempted to. Man, Encyclopedia Brown could have solved this. Uh, he attempted to have sex with the cat and then threw it out the window along with the pornographic DVD. Oh, uh, I bet you that I bet you that uh, DVD was probably the cats gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> what does the DVD even have to do? Why did he throw the DVD out? Why did he throw the DVD out? You think we call pussy cats fur? I don't know. Like, why would he throw the DVD out, man? You know what? I bet it wasn't a pornographic DVD. It was probably Shrek 3, <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, this is unclean. Police arrested Martinez and witnesses identify him as the man from the window. Martinez, who thir- turned 30 on Thursday, happy birthday, cat rapist, uh, has said that he's been charged with animal torture, bestiality, and decent exposure. Uh, according to the attorney, um, and he's being held in jail, could face up to five years because no one gives a fuck about cats. Wow. Um, now, if it was a dog, that would be, man, they'd have been on that. This, this yeah, is. Go ahead. No, 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 that was alright this is a really quick one this is, won't even take a second uh, we made a joke on the show about having a penis brush yes we did yes, We did. somebody apparently found a penis brush website on, oh, on the did. internet I was joking oh. yeah go to www.willybrush.com apparently there is a brush specifically designed for the dick Wow. Yeah. What does it does get in the crevices of the penis? I don't understand. Make the ball shine? What the hell is it do? <laughs> Cause with dick polish. <laughs> <laughs> um Alright. That dick of waxing, son. This is when you know shit has gone too far. Apparently instead of trying to combat the saggy jeans uh epidemic, 
there's now new saggy jeans designed to improve mobility. Because we need thugs who are able to escape the cops. To improve mobility? Men who sag their jeans down uh, down low but, fu- but fear they can end up with them around their ankles may be interested in new pants that snap to a special boxer shorts to support, support and improve mobility. Nigga, where am I on your waist? That is all that issue. Well, no, Karen, that's not cool. Uh, I, I, I'm old, yeah. I don't give a damn about being cool. I recently Mark Davenport, two brothers from Newark, New Jersey. Of course, New Jersey invented this. Unveiled Sags Jeans, S A G Z. Wow. They noticed their ch- teenage children's. Oh, these motherfuckers are old enough to have teenage Oh, you know what? You know what? I I remember this. I I know what this is. I saw they 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 previewed this on like on the Today Show, like like maybe last year. I remember this dumb shit. Oh God. <laughs> they noticed their teenage children's movement was hampered by the look, which came to prominence in 1990s hip hop music videos. So then, of course, it only took them 27 years to come up with this. Okay. Uh. They're holding their pants up not being able to play sports. Basically being unhealthy because of the attire that they're wearing. I mean, you tell them to put a fucking belt on. They're your fucking kids. Yeah, I think they're unhealthy because their parents are giant pussies. What? <laughs> wow. My dad was like, put your fucking pants on. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there was no other option. See, this is why we don't have kids because my kids be mad at my ass. But like, mama, this ain't cool, dude. I look like I give a shit about being cool. And they let their kids go play sports with their parents like that. That's where's your parenting skills? Uh, his brother invented the concept and patented it in 2006 to give SAG jean wearers an active lifestyle. With SAG's jeans, the pants can be snapped to the waist, hugging underwear at three different heights, allowing the wearer to show how low he can go without actually risking a wardrobe malfunction. So you have uh, three different heights of sagging that you can go to. Wow. Uh, both brothers are aware of the controversy surrounding the style in which large swaths of the wearer's underwear are visible above their pants, low slung waistline. Several U.S. Mis- municipalities have instituted fines or even jail for those caught sagging. Even Barack Obama has weighed in, saying in 2008 that although he considers anti-sagging legislation, legislation a waste of time, he thinks brothers should pull up their pants. Yeah, it is a waste of time. <laughs> I love Obama, dog. I love that nigga, man. I'm sorry. I can't be unbiased. That is some, That is what I would like. My, no other president could have said that. George Bush can't be like, brothers, brothers need to pull up their pants. He can't say that shit. Only no. Obama can say you some cool shit said? like that. Brother, my pants is pulled up with some suspenders. <laughs> well, only and the other thing is, we all know that he meant niggas. We all know that yes. that was niggas need to pull their pants up. Yes. Okay, come on, not, sir. Not, not his real brothers, because they jack their pants up high. A lot of them older men do. The other thing I like is this immediately puts the uh, Republicans on the side of pulling your pants down because they hate that. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's right. You don't have to pass a law, but that doesn't mean folks can't have some sense and some respect for other young people. And you know, some people might not want to see your underwear. I'm one of them, he said. So Barack says pull your pants up and Republicans invent sag jeans. Makes sense. Alright, last story. Wait, wait, before you go on, I love the part where the, the, the creative director says uh, of sag jeans says he says, young men who sag their pants are unfairly demonizing hooligans and thugs. No, they're not unfairly. No, you might not be a thug, but you are a hooligan. Yeah, something ain't You're wearing a hooligan. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm not for racism, cool. but I'm for stereotyping. 
It's like you're wearing a you're wearing a hooligan uniform and also easy access for child predators. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You never know uh, what's going to happen on these streets. Speaking of never Sir, knowing. Why don't you pull your manly black dick and go and then stick it up his ass dick? Well, that's what a lot of people don't know is that uh, a lot of black people are holding up our sagging pants with our dicks. A lot of people don't know that. Ah! With our huge nigger dicks, uh, apparently, that we use in the UFC. Um, deputies. Tenant slashes landlord with sword. Oh. Oh, you thought we weren't going to talk about sword ratchetness? No, of course we were, Karen. It's the blackout tips. And I know Chris was out there looking at knives this weekend. I keep an eye on my friends, Chris. I got to know what's going on with the swords. Yeah, I got three new knives and a new sword. I'm, I'm ready. I'm down for this story. Let's yeah, go. I keep an eye on Chris, man. See, Herman, Herman. See you and I already got Oh, I'm Herman. sorry, Herman. Uh, Chris, Chris didn't have a sword. Herman did. Right. And it actually makes sense because I don't, I, like, I'm giving, I'm giving Herman a pass because I don't think he can get into the RNC without guns and swords. Like, I think it'll actually help him sneak past. Like, they show, if he shows him a sword, they'd be like, okay, you Pelosi or, I mean, they'll be like, uh, Bachman or Kane. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. All right. Yes. Your sword. Yeah. Just put your sword right there. Come on. Man. Uh, an argument over the rent led to a landlord getting slashed with a sword. Oh. Andrew Willard Willis, which sounds like a motherfucker that will cut you with a sword, twenty-nine of Newport, is charged with stabbing his fifty-two-year-old landlord, Claude Stephen. Captain Jason Wank of of the uh, sheriff's office said. Uh, Stephen wanted to collect rent money from Willis, who is white, by the way. Don't let the name fool you. Uh, from Willis, and then the two got into a fight. Wank said Willis went into his home and returned with the sword and slashed Stephen across the stomach. Damn. He's out for some blood. You think he cut him, and then, like, for a second, the dude just stood still, and then all the blood started spraying out? Yep. Just Just like an anime. That's how I always imagine it. Willis then ran away, but Morehead Police Department tracked him down in less than an hour. He was found in a Walmart parking lot selling bars of gold. Ah. Fucking Walmart. <laughs> uh, Stephen McGregor, who lives next to the suspect. Damn, that nigga next door. This nigga gonna have to come home sooner or later. Come on. Says he never thought things would get this far, especially over unpaid rent. Listen, when somebody owns a sword, this is exactly how far things get. Like, <laughs> you can't say I never thought it would get this far. I think that is that might actually be the furthest it could get, but that is where it gets, dog. And you know what? I think on the application you should have the little swords. If you check, yes, you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for sword discrimination. Me too. You can say, yeah. hey, that is that a sword, sir? Okay, yeah, we don't have sword on this here. Y'all getting too yeah, ratchet. You can have guns, no sword. I need y'all to form some type of NRA type organization right. to keep sword, responsible sword ownership in check. Unless y'all are gonna start policing each other and like Highlander, Chris will show up the ratchet sword on his house and like cut him and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I understand you go around cutting your landlord. Yeah, can you step outside? <laughs> yeah, this would be this would be great if you do like yo, you get the rent and he's like, there can be only one and slashing across his chest. <laughs> Yes, I got the rent right here, motherfucker. Have you seen Kill Bill? Um, I guess there has been threats before, and I didn't think anything of it. They were arguing. They argue all the time. I guess that night turned out kind of wrong. 
I went inside and saw Clyde with blood running out of his stomach and a bunch of blood on the floor, McGregor said. So wait a minute, you never thought it would get this far, but they argue all the time and one of them owns a fucking sword? Where did you think it was going, asshole? You should be a fucking co-conspirator in this. You, you, you knew this dude was gonna cut him up, man. Um, so my man got his stomach stapled back together in the hospital. That's a deep cut. Uh, the landlord and tenant disputes happen all the time, according to, uh, the police. Some of them do result in physical assault that occurs, but very rarely does it involve the use of a sword. Oh, so they just shoot him and kill him then? <laughs> uh, according to, uh, his mom, she said he's usually easygoing. Only when he's had too much to drink when he loses his temper. I think it's a bunch of bulls that this happened. Bunch of bull. The son stabbed somebody, ma'am. Women be loving their sons, dog. Little too much. That's a grown ass man. <laughs> like niggas stop she stabbing. Don't tell me that. They couldn't interview me. I'd be like, yeah, that nigga deserved to go to jail. That's how my mom would be. Oh, like, they I, would. You know, I'd be like, look, I told him to obey the law. He know he ain't got no business cutting nobody. They would want to interview me. So he's been charged with assault. He's being held on a thirty thousand dollars bond. Which is good. You know why? Because fuck those sword owners. If you're gonna do something ratchet with your sword, it's about time we start holding you to the standards of a gun. Mm-hmm. He's charged with intent to kill inflicting serious injury. Good. Fucking good. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I love you, Chris, like a brother, man, but if you just start cutting motherfuckers with the sword, you gotta go. You gotta go. And that's what it's for. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're either getting it for decoration or you're getting it when you, you when you use it, you're like a samurai. You you out for fucking blood. It's like it's one or the other. Yes. You know? It's not it's just out there to, oh, I was, I, I was just playing with it. It can't be, and the reason can't be the rent. If, if it, somebody broke in Chris's house and Chris cut his fucking arm off, all right. I All can right. deal with that. I'm man. not pro-sober, yeah, but I understand what happened there. If it's, it's like those are instruments of death. Like, you know, it's not like the rent, that should not be that should not be for a rent dispute. That's like if somebody had killed your family. Yes. Or somebody forsaken you. Or it's a vendetta. But if it can't be dinner was cold. No, nigga, no. Bad sort of reason. <laughs> you go $30,000 bail. Go your ass to prison. Is this Two percent milk. Oh, I got to cut you. Now, according, I can't believe they ended seventh seventh heaven like this. <laughs> according to his hippie ass neighbor, I think it could have been an accident. There may have been alcohol involved. I don't know, but Andrew is not the type of person to just stab somebody. Well, kind of fucking yeah. you don't you don't slice my stomach open the meat requires stitches and it be an accident. That's not a fucking accident. Yeah, this isn't an episode of Jackass. Like what, yeah, what, 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 why do you have the fucking sword out to begin with? I was like, what, 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 you, you, are you signing your checks with your swords? Like the the pin on the end of the sword, you were trying to sign it on his the check on his stomach. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Side note: If you're gonna be a criminal, you need to move next to this McGregor motherfucker, cause he has your back. He must have accidentally raped all those women. No way he would intentionally bury the bodies under his trailer home. It's not like Rod at all. <laughs> alright man um, this has been another episode of the Black Out Tips thank you guys for doing the show of course uh, you have Herman aka Chris from the Insanity Report dot uh, com and the Insanity Check podcast and movietrailerreviews.net where you can find spoil reviews that we do with Chris and you can follow him on Twitter uh, he's at Insanity Report uh, and if, then of course we also have Chris Lambert comedian and hip hop connoisseur. Uh, you can follow him. Uh, he's at Chris Lambert. 
on Twitter. Is there? All government, everything. <laughs> and uh, you can go visit his site, themundanefestival.tumblr.com. And uh, what was? The, give, can you give me that upcoming show one more time, man? Upcoming show, 8 o'clock on Thursday, August 11th at the Creek in the Cave. And Friday at uh, 7 Burritos in Newark, New Jersey. All right, cool, man. 9 o'clock. All right, cool. Uh, y'all follow Chris, man, both Chris's. Uh, and, uh, of course, you can find us at com iTunes, the Blackout Tips, just search for us. Facebook, join our group. Uh, you know, all the cool things that you guys can do. Stitcher Radio, Favorite Our Podcast, Podomatic, look us up, play our show. Um, and don't forget, you can call the show on Saturday morning, 704-557-0186. And you can go to the Blackout Tips at gmail.com to email the show. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm saying it again. That is the DAT. And uh, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Let it You know sometimes a nigga just get tired of always talking about shit he ain't got Wishing on shit You gotta make use of what you got right here man We right here doing it Let it I used to wish on a star that I have big awards, big plaques on the wall, everything that gleams, lampshade backstage, till this nigga acts maytay, would you work 10 years for your dreams, 7 years later, now I see just what he means, cause this is real life, and I live in kind of regular, got a house, got a car, got a wife, Claudia, big dope, manager, HOJ's the team, you could say I'm satisfied, though I often analyze why this rap shit rip my heart at the seams, this ain't Time to fantasize, I'm not a whippersnapper I'm trying to get these crackers for all of their cream Like Dairy Queen or Hagen Dodge Cause the rap audience like the way I handle bars Like it was the tour they farts Oh so easily, just like Sheila E When she was singing Holly Rock, go check out the scenes We ain't got no time for your bullshit schemes Cause once Tay begins, they say the pen is much bigger than the sword And I'm like a lyrical Lancelot I ain't gotta dance a lot, check the way I lean Yes, yes, now you're now rocking with the motherfucking best now. Think of fucking with the team, I suggest now. Real shit, you can feel it in your chest now. Got y'all feeling the pressure. Got y'all feeling the pressure. Fonte feeling the pressure. Feeling the pressure. Got y'all feeling the pressure. Big poop feeling the pressure. So feel the pressure. Niggas block, women jock on your cock. Round the clock, get it, get it, don't stop. Catch you on the rise. Made a little dough when this rap game slow. And see my video, so they swam. Moving past old whip, new kicks, few flicks, same chick, new pits, same bitch. No, I'm not a star. Let my head roll, put my mic game down. This the third time round. I'm shooting for a par. We came this far, and no one assisted. Co-sign, no enlisted. Like we ain't gifted. We can get lifted off of beats and drink liquor. And call women hoes. That's if the name fits. Put me in the box. I ain't rapping up shit. Made music my career. Some of y'all just spit. Homie, just sit back, pay attention. Oh, forgot to mention, Hall of Justice is the click. Yes, yes, now you're now rocking with the motherfucking best now. Think of fucking with the team, I suggest now. Real shit, you can feel it in your chest now. Got y'all feeling the pressure. Got y'all feeling the pressure. Fonte feeling the pressure. Feeling the pressure. Got y'all feeling the pressure.